Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. about domino 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 i always thought was a super dope character because it's so interesting her power yeah like just she's just just lucky yeah you know and it's one of those things that you you tell someone like oh what's domino's power it's like she's lucky and they go that's that's it that's dumb (laughs) and it's just like what it is in it's like just like like how deadpool said in the trailer he's like that's not very cinematic (laughs) (laughs) yes it is let's meet in the middle and say no it's not (laughs) well it's like black cat you know, in, in Spider-Man, yeah. you know, bad luck. You cross the black cat, cross your path. You know, it, it's. This... But it's so funny because like and they show it in the trailer, too, where the dude pulls a gun. She doesn't even flinch. Right. And he's pointing at his head and he goes to fire and it jams. Yeah. You know, it's like or that's, when, that's or when she just power. jumps out or where she jumps, you know, and she jumps off that overpass and just comes down onto that truck shooting right. the thing open it being right in there. <laughs> <laughs> like Everything just always goes her way. Right. Which is kind of dope. <laughs> I like that. Oh, your your bullets are pretty fast. <laughs> He's got hit by all of them. It was such an epic scene. <laughs> <laughs> and then follow up with like, oh, well, well your your bullets are really fast. <laughs> you look like a douche. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. That's, I can't wait for that. That's going to be so fun. <sighs> all right. Welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks podcast, our weekly podcast that discuss new, top news from the world of entertainment, gaming, comics, and technology. This is for the week of May 6th, 2018. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. All right. This is it. Episode 299. We're so close. We're so close. It's it's like we're edging the entire time right now. You know, it's like, you know, edging. <laughs> is it is it um is it fortuitous that Deadpool 2 um releases the day of our 300th episode? Um sort of sort of well the, the week of the week you know. of yeah right you know it, it you know it's all it like like the marvel cinematic universe it's all connected right you know, that's really, <laughs> when we when we started this seven and a half years ago we we expected to do to land 300 on the release of deadpool 2 you know yeah yeah because you know before that we had what green lantern <laughs> oh, oh, <stop> it. <laughs> hurt my heart a little bit <laughs> it's so dark you're not from the DC universe. 
<laughs> that was the funniest line. <laughs> I remember because I um, the trailer had come out, and then I went to go when I went to go see Infinity War. Um, they showed that trailer, and I was like, "Oh, I go, oh cool." And then when they said that, I laughed a little too loud in the theater. Like <laughs> <laughs> a couple of DC fans in the theater looking at you, like, "Man, fuck this yeah. clown! You <laughs> laughed a little too hard." <laughs> I, I could have sworn I heard something, <laughs> and the doors open. You know, I, <laughs> <laughs> that was me. That was me. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I came to say what's up, and it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, "Ah!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that shit was that shit was funny. Of it. And, and you know what? When it's funny, it's funny. Right. You got you got you you know, you kinda you gotta give it to it. Um but yeah, I, I can't wait for Deadpool too. Adam and I were dis- uh, Adam and I were talking about uh before the show, he he mentioned that if there was like a uh an award show for strictly comic book movies and Deadpool wouldn't win for like best comic book, but it would be best closest to the source. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, it 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 read a comic a Deadpool comic book. It, it's Deadpool. There's yeah. there's really no there's no difference. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like it, it, and like I told you've heard us on the show before where we've said that Jason Momoa literally is Aquaman. Like it's Aquaman playing Jason Momoa playing Aquaman. Right. That's kind of how it is. That's the same thing with Ryan Reynolds. I wouldn't be surprised if his real name was actually Wade Wilson. I wouldn't either. You, you know. Honestly, it probably is, and he's just keeping it low-key. I don't know anymore. <laughs> oh, and if you guys haven't listened to the title song for Deadpool 2 by Celine Dion, mm. it's fucking great. <laughs> it's moving is what it is. <laughs> it's so epic. Like You're just like, this is for a Deadpool trailer? And then, they, of course, they poke fun at it at the end where you have them like, you're at 11? We got to try to bring this down to like a five, five and a half tops. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is for Deadpool 2, not Titanic. <laughs> She's all like, this only goes to 11 Spider Man. <laughs> I should have got in sync. <laughs> he really should have. I mean, if you really think <laughs> yeah, about right? it, it makes more sense. <laughs> oh, man. So earlier this week, um, you, if you saw my Twitter account, um, and we mentioned last week, AMC was doing that special Tuesday $5 ticket. Fucking, yeah. fucking G. I, I did it last week. Since Movie Pass is being a bitch. Um, and won't oh, let, and you can't go see Infinity Wars 15 times? Can't even see it <laughs> twice. You know, it's like, fuck that noise. Um, I went and went to go see uh, Infinity War for $5. The cool thing, when you, because you do it through their pass... You, I bought the ticket the day before because, and for Tuesday, and it gave me that price. Yeah, because yeah. it's for that day. Yeah, that's, that's cool that they honor that. Though. Yeah, and because I because yeah, I was wondering like, is it going to be one of those where you can only get it at you know? It's like no, you got that. Plus, you can go in and get like a a small uh, drink and small popcorn for like five bucks. But I had a five. You, you spending ten bucks and you you enjoying yourself, right? Which is normally ten bucks just for the drink and popcorn. <laughs> it's just ten bucks to stand in line. Yeah, that's true. Movies. That's true. Um, <laughs> But it was, it, but it was cool because um, I also had five dollar rewards um, for for AMC because I went when I use Movie Pass I'll still go to the concessions and I use my um, AMC Movie Pass to get points for because you get like a hundred points for every dollar you spend so easily like thir- three thousand points. Right. Um, but I had five bucks, so I got the <laughs> I got the uh, popcorn and drink for free. Guy, so what you're telling me is you stay on your hustle. <laughs> right. 
I spent five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Was it 1992? Right. Right? I know, right? <laughs> and then God, it, remember that, man? Oh, man. I, that's when I love all these debates of why aren't people going to the movies as much as they used to? Oh, maybe because it's expensive as shit. Yeah. Because what you don't realize is the price of the 90s, the price might have went up, but we ain't getting paid more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I remember when I, uh, when I could get... Well, it was it, it was weird. Like when um, Patrick and I went for um, Die Hard at the Beverly, um, the New Beverly on Hollywood, right. old 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 theater. Like it's one of those one movie house theaters in the middle of like you know uh, the, the middle of the street. And uh, I'd never been there, but it's a it's a movie house that uh, Quentin Tarantino supports. Plays a lot of his um, old his films there. And so we went in there to go see Die Hard, and like the tickets were, I they were pretty cheap. They were like seven, eight bucks. I know they were less than ten bucks to get tickets. So I was like, okay, cool. So we got it. Go in there, and then I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get some snacks. So I walked over, and I go, yeah, I'll have a hot dog, uh, a small popcorn, and a large drink. He goes, okay, seven fifty. And I looked at him, and I'm like, did you did you get the hot dog? Like you know? And he's like, yeah, no, I got it. I'm like. Oh shit! I had a twenty in my hand. I'm like, pull out the ten, and I'm, and then like w- between the movies, uh, Patrick goes, leans over to me and he goes, "Did were the concessions cheap?" And I was like, "I know, like, it cost me like seven bucks." He goes, "Yeah, it cost me like six. Uh, so we're like, okay, between the Die Hard one and two, we went back and got some more shit and came out. I was like, shit! I was like, oh my god, it's like back in the day when you could take like twenty bucks to the movies and see a movie and get shit, right? You know, and uh, yeah, it's it, it was it was funny like that. And then um, because, uh, um. It's my uh, my birthday month on the first. I got uh, a happy birthday thing from them for a large popcorn and large drink for free. So I was like, oh sweet. So working that hustle as much as I can. You got to do it, man. Yeah. That's that's the <laughs> only way to do it. I'm I was over here today, and uh, I had a, a friend of the friend of the family come through. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shut. Up. So okay, my. <laughs> let me give you a little background hey, you, story. You do you. That's all I'm gonna say. Listen. <laughs> It's my wife and I's friend, but mm-hmm. a girl that I work hey, with. I heard, you know, Arizona's getting pretty liberal. So, you know, I just a progressive, as they say, you know. Just. Anyways, <laughs> this is this is what we like to call pretty girl problems, because since this <laughs> the, since this particular friend is an attractive woman, does the jokes come through? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Maybe they're not jokes. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, like earlier he goes, yeah, she came over. She came over last night with her kid. And then one thing led to another, and I ended up with my dick in her. It was weird That's how it right. happened. You know? What do they say? She came in. She came over with one kid. She left for two. two. Right. <laughs> Stupid. So, um, but yeah, he don't deny it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't confirm nor deny. All right, you keep this shit open. Um, we were talking about because she lives far away. So I'm like, well, we should. We, my wife and I were talking to her about getting together with the kids and stuff and um i stay on groupon motherfucker what's good (laughs) fucking save some money up in this joint these places are too expensive (laughs) i was thinking about because there's this place called makudo's island which is like this big jungle gym and they have food and i'm like i have so many children (laughs) that i might just book a party right (laughs) It's like not even anybody's birthday. Just <laughs> do it. What's up? Because <laughs> I figured by doing the math, I pulled out the abacus just to confirm. Uh, and we actually be saving money if we do it this way. 
<laughs> and they say adults are free. And I'm like, so if I sneak in some booze, I bring the homies with me. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's whatever. <laughs> We're turning up in Bakudo's Island. <laughs> oh, uh, man. No, it's it's serious. You got to work that hustle when you can, dude. You really do. Yeah, because and it was cool. Well, they have beer. Oh shit, never <laughs> mind. I'm on the website. Because <laughs> like the first time I I saw I I seen Avengers three times this week. Um, first time I went movie pass. Second time I got the five dollars. And then my brother wanted to go see it, but he had been working all week. And I was like, oh, well, we can, you know. I go, well, he goes, well, you go again. He goes, I'll, I'll, you know. He goes, I'll pay. He goes, since he's like, since your birthday's coming, I go, motherfucker, it's like a week and a half away. Right <laughs> Somebody's like getting a little cheap early, right? You know, so like, but hey, I took you to that movie. But we went to the 4K one, the Dolby, uh, the Dolby version, which is fucking 4K, full reclined seats, isolated seats. So, you know, wall behind you so nobody kicks your chair and shit like that. And I was like, and then I was like, that's a little much. And he's like, I want to see it in that one. I'm like, okay, you do you. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so um but yeah you know it's, and there's no restriction on movies which was actually kind of cool because i was wondering like is there going to be a restriction on what type of movies you can watch yeah because they used to they used to do that back in the day like you would get a discount if you went like before six but it couldn't be movies that just came out right you have to watch like tomb raider you know <laughs> like right motherfucker, that movie came out in march <laughs> what are we watching that for <laughs> uh but yeah no is every movie um it, it excludes I think they excluded like IMAX and that kind of shit. And I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> you know, you're going to bitch about that. It's like, just pay the price. Yeah. And I was like going, you know, I wasn't going to see it in IMAX or anything like that. So I was just like, oh, five bucks. That's that'll work. It's all day, all day Tuesday. So it was, it was really cool. I enjoyed that. Um, and you know, if I, you know, if there's something where it's like movie, pa- I've already seen it or somebody wants to go check that out. I go, let's hit Tuesday. Let's go Tuesday and go check um catch it for five bucks. Um but another I think I think they have shit like that here too. I yeah. just don't I know this Tuesday, is... I'm busy on Tuesday. Like <laughs> I'm usually working overtime and shit. <laughs> well move it to Wednesday. <laughs> I work overtime on that day too. <laughs> uh, the only times I don't work overtime for real for real, and I usually do, but the only days where I'm like, fuck this is Mondays and Fridays. <laughs> Those are the two days where I'm more likely to go, you know what? I'm about I'm about to leave at four. <laughs> leave right at four. <laughs> I'm not about this life today. So right. we're, we're gonna... Fuck the money. <laughs> fuck the bullshit. I'm out this joint. But most importantly, fuck you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, oh, dude. So, you know, when you it's always cool when you when you sit down to watch something, you're like, I'll just check out an episode of a new series or whatever. And then come to find out you're like five hours into it and you've already binge watched the entire series uh um, I mean, before we even get into this steve hasn't shut up about this damn show just t- for like four days it's been one day it's been two months <laughs> <laughs> since 1985 is really what right. i <laughs> Real no i um i think it was friday when it came out thursday friday something like that but uh you know, YouTube Red released uh, Cobra Kai, which is the uh, the follow up to the Karate Kid, and it was done by uh, the guys that did. I believe they were part of, I think Twenty One Jump Street or something like that, and uh, they did it in association with Sony, and they got Ralph Macchio and and William Zapka back to uh, reprise their characters. But it's done as a comedy, ten episode, thirty minute comedy um, series. It was. It wasn't. I. 
it was different than I thought, but it was, it was fucking funny. Um, and it, it really kind of shows where they're at now and kind of, it, it's, it's one of those series that you kind of didn't know you really wanted to see until you saw mm-hmm. it. And, uh, I, I, in, I enjoyed it so many like nuanced references to the first, at least the first two, they had a, a an episode dedicated to, um, to Pat Morita, uh, Miyagi. Uh, oh, that's nice. Which was really cool. They incorporated a lot of footage from the first two movies um, into into this one. Um, I thought did really really great job. Zapka was fucking great. Borderline, I, actually not borderline racist. He was a racist. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the like he gets you know he's a loser. He he does these like handyman jobs and shit and. He comes out of his apartment, and this kid, Hispanic kid, comes up and he goes, "Oh, oh, hi! We, we just moved in next door." And he goes, "Oh, great, more immigrants." <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> you know." And uh, you know, and he, of course, he says everything kind of from the reference of the '80s. You know, like, you know, it's like he says this. He goes, "I don't care. You have asthma, nut allergies, all that made up bullshit. Leave it outside when you come in here. That doesn't exist in here." And the guys like. Those, those are, are real medical conditions. <laughs> like, and, uh, Fuck that. <laughs> but it, it was it was funny too because he kind of what he kind of did was he took the 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 culture that we've cultivated for these kids. You know the way that you know a lot of people are like oh the kids are pussies now. It kind of did that and he gave them a lot of confidence. But at the same time, because of the Cobra Kai kind of mentality, took it a little far where it kind of turned a bunch of kids that just really were looking self-confidence in, into kind of bullies, you know, where they got too much confidence and they realized they were too strong for people that couldn't handle it and stuff like that. So it actually was really, really cool. And, um, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Ralph Macchio and, and Zapka just, oh, were so good together and still holding that kind of, that rivalry. And it, it was, and you kind of really... You, there's there's that fan theory that says that the the real Karate Kid in the Karate Kid was actually uh, Johnny Lawrence, not Daniel Larusso. Yeah, and they kind of because he's the one that really got screwed. Yeah, and that's what they kind of they show that point of view in the in this one, where you see it through his eyes and you're like, oh yeah, that's kind of it, huh? Like <laughs> you know, um, so it was it was actually really really cool. They they do some they use some of the songs from the original Karate Kid soundtrack and kind of modernize them you know like new covers of them so it was just it was a lot of fun if you if you enjoy watching the first one the first one's kind of those like yeah it's a fun movie to watch this is this is actually a really great follow-up i enjoyed it a lot um i i binge watched the whole thing on um on sunday just this whole sunday afternoon did all the shit i needed to do and i got to watch the first one and then just kind of watch through all of them i was like then i'm like oh shit i'm at the finale already i'm like damn (laughs) Mm. I'm I'm going to check it out because he's like you should check it out and I'm like yeah okay but, but I, I know he knows I'm like he's like this motherfucker ain't gonna check shit out <laughs> I think a little bit you'll 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 like Zapka because he's kind of has you know your like not your but like the way we kind of view society now where he's kind of like they kind of like try to showcase him as like a dinosaur but you're at the same time you're like no he's kind of right like right <laughs> the the kids over there asking Zapka is like I want to. You know, I want to ask this girl. Because then, why don't you? Because what if she says no? He goes, um, "Cobra Kai's never accept defeat." He goes, "You just keep moving." He goes, 
he goes, yeah, but what if she says no? He goes, like, but no. He goes, well, not in that. He goes, if, if, if she says no in that, then you say, then that, that's, that's no. <laughs> and I was like, right. okay, so he's not a, he's not a, he's, he doesn't, uh, <laughs> he doesn't endorse rape. I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> no means no. In it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that no means no, but you know, in everything else, I was like, okay, so. <laughs> yeah. It'd be funny if you looked at the camera for a second, real serious. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, suddenly sits on the desk and goes, you know, there's a lot of questions nowadays about <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden he has a book in his hand just so he can close it and right. look at the camera. Hello. He, he picks up some glasses, put them on, looks at the camera, then takes them off. <laughs> right. Which, which channel is this fucking show on again? It's on YouTube Red. Oh, I have YouTube Red. <laughs> so I guess I'll watch and all of did. it. And they did. Yeah, they did. Um, They did it like Netflix and, and did the whole thing. Patrick, uh, Patrick works uh, QA. Uh, at a company so he he said he got to QA the first two episodes and he said when he watched he goes I really was surprised by it he goes because he was like me I was kind of like really and then you're like a comedy like oh that could work but I kind of thought like 21 Jump Street kind of comedy you know the that whole meta kind of comedy but it actually yeah but it, it really wasn't like it was it was genuinely funny Johnny's character was a lot more fleshed out um you know, and, and it was like, going, oh, OK, cool. Like it turned into be pretty, pretty damn good. And the the season finale. Really solid. I thought it was a really good, solid finale. So I'm I'm really uh, really I was really kind of impressed with it. And it's all the valley. I mean, they call Reseda a shithole. Uh, <laughs> <you know? laughs> the guys driving through and see no comments. Even Danny goes, I don't like her hanging out with these these rich friends. He goes, I don't want her to turn into an Encino snob. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. I know. And I, he's like saying, I was like, yeah, these guys were raised in the valley. You can I totally to, tell. I went to Encino once and I'm all right. <laughs> it, it's a weird place. First of all, it, all their streets are spirals. It makes no fucking sense. <laughs> and then everyone there, that's where you see. So outside of California, everyone thinks that Californians are all fucking eat goat cheese and fucking right. <laughs> like weird shit. Those people live in Encino. Yeah. <laughs> it's really fuck. It's well, a fucked up place. It was like when I was listening to the, to the Nerdist and um, uh, not Matt Myra, the other guy. can't remember the other guy's name. But he was like, you know, and the guy was the kid. He goes, the kid was ordering this weird stuff. And he goes, you know how people in other states always make fun of Californians that they eat this? He goes, it's so odd even to us that when we see those guys here, we always go, what the fuck is this guy doing? You know? <laughs> and I was like, I go, yeah, it's so funny how everybody goes, oh yeah, in California you eat goat cheese and stuff like that. But it's so, you know, and oh, I need this and that. Does it have this? Because I don't really want that. I'm allergic to this. And even when us that grew up in California see these people, we're like, this guy's, what's this asshole doing? You know, right. I go. It, it's it's even it's even offensive to us. It's like an affront to Californians. Like, when you there's see nothing. People. There's nothing wrong. I have goat cheese in my fridge. Like my, there's nothing wrong with stuff like that. You know, it's you can make jokes. Oh, you bougies, fuck you know, whatever. <laughs> it's the people who have to make a point right. to tell you about it. <laughs> you know, like my it's my like, daughter. It's, it's the same thing. It's basically if you can't understand it, it's like when you, if you have a vegan friend, it's like that. So yeah, my so there are two vegans at at my work, okay. And they'll let you know right up front. No, one of them is is an older an older lady, and she she'll if you ask her questions, she'll tell you. But she doesn't, you know, it's whatever. She's a vegan. It doesn't. Right. It's whatever. Then there's a younger one upstairs, who <laughs> she tells everyone, and then she goes into wanting to show you videos of how animals are treated Jesus. in slaughterhouses. Like, lady, I 
I don't want to kill myself today. Can you please just go sit down? <laughs> yeah. It's those people that yeah. no one likes. <laughs> like, you want to be a vegan and knock yourself out. It's like, you know, who's the, um, how do you know they're a vegan? Don't worry. They'll tell you first. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, our main story this week will be a full review of Avengers Infinity War, including spoilers, people. So if you're part of the $2 billion you know, group that hasn't seen, if you're not part of that $2 billion income that Infinity War got and haven't seen the movie, you might might want to uh, kind of wait for the middle part until we until we get to, until you've seen it or if you don't give a fuck fucking listen to it listen if you ain't seen it yet i ain't got i ain't got time for it bro like for real you know <laughs> right. what i mean like get your shit together yeah. go tuesday hit the sh- <laughs> hit the five dollar show and you'll be all right right all right so uh but before that let's talk about some headlines <laughs> So in entertainment news this week, MoviePass rival Cinemia has announced a new four-tier pricing plan for annual subscriptions that's, that it's touting as the most affordable and flexible for movie ticket subscriptions on the market. The California-based company is now offering annual subscription plans as low as $4.99 a month for one ticket per month and $6.99 for two tickets per month. It's like Friday that um, it said Friday that Cinemia offers tickets to all movies and major theater chains, and unlike MoviePass, includes advanced ticketing and seat selection. Cinemia's plans, new plans include $4.99 per month for one ticket to any movie per month, $6.99 per month for two tickets to any movie per month, $9.99 per month for two tickets to any movie, including 3D, 4D, and IMAX. And then there's also a $14.99 per month for three tickets to any movie per month, including 3D, 4D, IMAX formats, which is something MoviePass does not offer. And let's be honest, if you get the $14.99 um, plan and you go to at least two movies, it pays for itself right there. For real. Um, quote, our vision and goal has been to create a movie ticket subscription service that adds value for both the moviegoers and the movie industry, said Rafit Ogs. Form, uh, founder and CEO of Cinemia. We believe that the only way to accomplish this is through a sustainable movie subscription model. Since 2014, we were fine-tuning our model and now the leading movie subscription service in Canada, UK, Turkey, and Australia. Thanks to our global experience, we created a sustainable model that is very, ex- that's very excited to bring a new slate of affordable and flexible subscription plans to the moviegoers. Cinemia is offering monthly plans in Los Angeles for two tickets per month for $10.99 and three for $15.99. Cinemia says its monthly ticket, uh, movie ticket subscription gives moviegoers the flexibility to pick any movie in any theater on any day and to both book their tickets at sele- and select their seats up to 30 days ahead of time. The company also offers a mobile app that includes perks such as restaurant deals and location-based recommendations and more. The new plans are also available in Canada. Uh, The announcement comes two days after MoviePass announced that it will once again allow customers to sign up for its popular movie-a-day monthly subscription package after briefly taking it off its website, Variety has learned. Since April 13th, MoviePass has been offering a promotional $29.95 three-movie plan the plan allows uh, users the freedom to see four movies a month, uh, but it threw in a free trial of iHeartRadio all-access on-demand streaming package. 
The movie, <laughs> I know, right? The movie set off alarm bells as that MoviePass might be running out of money since MoviePass's business model pays movie theaters full price for the tickets um, its customer buys, so essentially subsidizing their movie going at a loss of its bottom line. Which uh, makes no sense. Right. And the thing is, is that they've been changing this, like before you could just, any movie one once a day, then it suddenly became, oh, well, you can see a new movie but we won't let you repeat a movie because uh, we would like you to experience more movies. And they've done a lot of shady shit over the last uh, couple of months. Right. But, um, you know, I mean, they, and now they're saying too, like, oh, we'll be, help, we're going to, we might have feature program, featured uh, um, pr- uh, premium features coming up, which would include 3D and IMAX because it's only 2D. And I'm looking like Cinemia has got it where it needs to 15 bucks a month for three tickets including imax and three yeah, like, that's bomb yeah dude yeah i ain't no problems with that i've seen one movie at imax <laughs> like film i've seen the imax like you know under the sea and that kind of shit <laughs> right the one movie i saw in imax was um the the dark knight mm-hmm. bruh yeah you want to talk about an amazing fucking experience mm-hmm. Just the soundtrack alone in the fucking IMAX <laughs> theater. I was like, oh, my God. I was freaking out. Yeah, because, like, for me, when I go to the IMAX, usually it's because I go to the California Science Center. And when yeah. you get a tic- when you go in to see the space show, you get a free IMAX movie ticket. Bruh, I went over there, I- and we saw the uh, 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 you, you, the IMAX was um, you're with the crew in the International Space Station. Jeez. And I was just like sitting there looking up going, oh, my God, like it's so like it's weightless and you're kind of doing that rotating thing. And you're like, going, oh, my God, you grab the edge of your chair because you're like, I, I, I think I'm floating out of my chair now. <laughs> it's so dope. And actually, it wasn't the Dark Knight. I'm so stupid. It was the third one rises. Oh, rises. But even that was dope because the sound it's not just the screen. It's the sound system. And it's all you're like, oh, shit. Like your chest feels like it's going to explode. <laughs> I know when I when I, I have the soundtrack to to both the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. When I play those, I kind of turn the sound system up just so I can hear the vibration gorgeous. through the uh... gorgeous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's all makes you want to get up. Just like, I'm about to fuck something up. That's dude. his ringtone, actually. <laughs> it should be. Yeah. Um, actually, oh. you know what's funny is someone someone asked me. I left my ringer up, and they go, "Oh, you have the standard like ringtone that comes with the phone." I'm like, "Yeah." Like, why didn't you ever change it? Because like, my phone's always on silent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking care. It's funny because um, and uh, in it's funny in Cobra Kai, uh, Johnny Lawrence says something about Guns and Roses, and the kid looks. The kid's supposed to be like 16 or 17. He looks and he goes, "What? Who's Guns and Roses?" He looks at him and he goes, "I'm gonna pretend you never said that." And then later on, he's with him, and his phone goes off. The kid's phone goes off, and the and Johnny looks down. He goes, "Is that?" He goes, "Rat." And then he goes, "You?" He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "When you mentioned Guns N' Roses, I went home on YouTube and I started looking up Guns N' Roses, and I just fell down this whole '80s rock, um, yeah, uh, black hole, and that shit is dope." <laughs> I was like, "It happens." <laughs> I was like, "Cause that's always what happens. You fall down that rabbit hole." <laughs> And all of a sudden, you're listening to shit that doesn't even have a music video. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just <laughs> fucked awesome. up. Sugar, Sugar oh, man. By the way, if you didn't listen to our away team for last week, <laughs> you got to listen to our, uh, the, the enemies of the episode was an 80s garage band, a rock band. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Cleveland. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, <clears throat> clear those pipes. <laughs> With an estimated global total of one point sixteen billion dollars, wow. dollars, Avengers: Infinity War is now the fifth highest-grossing superhero movie of all time worldwide. As noted by Deadline, Disney and Marvel Studios' um, hit movie is also now the fifteenth biggest film ever worldwide, and it's still has yet to open in China. That's pretty fucking impressive. <laughs> I think, so Steve told me that fact, and I actually went, wow, that's pretty impressive, but it didn't show it in the text very well, and I could feel his disappointment <laughs> with my, with me not freaking out about it. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. Because <laughs> it's, um, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, of course, but then you're like going, yeah, but that's without China. Then you're kind of like, oh, <laughs> you know. Because I went, because I went, Oh fuck, that's crazy! But then my text to him was like, "Oh yeah," <laughs> and I know he's over there. Like, I fucking hate this dude. Why don't we even talk to him? Exactly. <laughs> Infinity War hit the um. I'm tired one of billion... this cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Infinity War hit the one billion mark on Saturday. Uh, sa- what Saturday? What the fuck? Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, May fifth. <laughs> um, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, but it depends on when people are listening. I'm trying I mean, to be depending respectful. on who you are. It was either Cinco de Mayo or Free Comic Book Day. That's that was a lot going on yesterday, actually, <laughs> um, in a record-breaking 11 days. So that's pretty impressive. The yeah. prior record holder was Star Wars: The Force Awakened, which reached the milestone in 12 days. Um, in North America, Infinity War earned an estimated 112.5 million this weekend, which, ugh, I'm sorry, which is now the second biggest second what the second biggest second weekend of all time <laughs> it's a bit of a box office right i feel like dr seuss <laughs> um the force awakens which earned 149.2 million in its second weekend still holds the record for the biggest second weekend in north america still both disney flicks <laughs> um the total domestic gross of avengers infinity war currently stands um this is as of uh may 6th um 450 Point eight million internationally the films earned an estimated 162.6 million this weekend making for a current foreign total of 713.3 million infinity war has already surpassed the global totals of the dark knight 1 billion the dark knight rises 1.09 billion and captain america civil war 1.15 billion the avengers 1.52 billion currently holds a record for the biggest global total for a superhero film there you go. So it's funny because like I'm now seeing articles of saying like, you know, they budgeted this much, but they still went over budget. I'm like, it's over a billion dollars. I'm pretty fucking sure they made their money back already. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> first of all, I, I'm personally offended by the first comment on this where it says, well, DC, good luck with Shazam. Like, <laughs> is it necessary? Is it necessary? <laughs> you know, we, well, can all, we, we all can put and, and And by the way. So let's put this out here. Steve is a big proponent of you can like both and we can all play nice except for opening weekend of a Marvel movie. And he's like, DC sucks dick. (laughs) And and it's fine. It's fine. You know what I mean? You're on on cloud nine and shit. You know, I get it. But uh, everybody stay hating when this fucking movie came out. And I didn't even – I wasn't even talking about it because I hadn't seen it yet. And as people at hey, Adam, you see that Avengers movie um, doing pretty good. And I said, yeah, you know, it looks good. I'm like, yeah, that's because DC movies suck dick. I was like, whoa, <laughs> wow. <laughs> to me, and then, oh, go ahead. 
No, and the only time I got offended, I didn't get offended, but I said, I'm going to need you to watch your tone, <laughs> is, um, is, is, yeah, those movies are trash, and the books. I'm like, okay, oh. you're going you gonna to sit the fuck down because you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and then my homie was there, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's where that's when I get upset. That's the when movies you, I don't fucking care about. That's when you have a homie who comes who who like who comes out and puts a plastic bag behind the guy that's talking because <laughs> somebody's about to die and you don't want to get blood on the carpet. Exactly. <laughs> they put tops down. Yeah. You know, and I actually told him I was like, "Look, I am a bigger Marvel fan when it comes to movies because Marvel has their shit together. Does that mean I don't like DC movies? No, of course, because those are my favorite characters. They're up on the screen and stuff like that. But Marvel's doing it big with their cinematic universe. But if we're going to talk about books, <laughs> come at me and let's discuss it. You know what I mean? They don't want to do that, though, because none of them know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> it, it's funny. It's funny because it's like, you know, OK, yeah, Infinity War is doing great. You know, they. They did really well by structuring this movie. And plus you had the same guys that did Civil War. So it's kind of like, you know, they managed in Civil War to give everybody their shot and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, they, they did a good job. And But it's like, you know, at the same time, it's like, you know, the Marvel people that are just like, yeah, fuck DC. You know, their movies suck. It's like, calm down, dude. It's like, give, it's just not necessary. It's, it isn't because, again, we should all be excited that all these movies do well because then we get more of them. And listen... Tensions are high. Steve and I had an argument, and I still don't know how it started. You know, so tensions get high when these movies come out because we all love the characters. You know what I mean? Like we all we we we've invested decades of our lives in these stories. So you could be as cool and calm headed as you want. You're gonna get pissed sometimes. You know, it's just the way it is. It's like, and you know, it's like, and then you see like, and you know, you see these these you know articles that are like. Yeah, you know, Avengers has, you know, a major plot hole. It's like, no fucking shit, Sherlock. These are comic book movies. Like, yeah. they're they're not going to follow a logistical pattern of, this you know. This isn't Schindler's List. Exactly. Like, you yeah. know? <laughs> and then you have the other side that are like, you know, they take a screenshot and it shows, like, The Godfather and The Dark Knight score, like, 9 out of 10 on whatever. Or 90% on, like, Rotten Tomatoes. And they're like, see, you know, Marvel's shit. And it's like, first... That's one movie. A movie does not make a universe. <laughs> you know, right. it's like, and to calm the fuck down. It's like, Jesus Christ. And it's a Batman movie. Come on. It's like, give me a fucking break. No one's ever going to dispute that The Dark Knight is not one of the best comic book movies. Right. You know, out there. It's like. And if anyone tries to, they don't know what they're talking. <laughs> like, that's not even. It gets to the point where partic a particular piece of art transcends what it was right. and it just becomes that good yeah. like you could say i didn't enjoy it per it, that's what it becomes it's not it you can't it's when it stops people stop saying it sucks and yeah. they start saying i didn't enjoy it personally right. but i respect it yeah that's <laughs> what it is <laughs> exactly because you're just like okay we, we need to calm down a little bit you know yeah, ben, i met um i actually met someone who didn't like the dark knight um but it was for a particular reason, a reason being is she is terrified of clowns, so she couldn't watch it. Okay, she see, has that, she has that phobia. That so makes she sense. She even said though she goes for me, not my thing, but I can <laughs> see how it's a good movie because the parts I saw were well done and blah 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 blah. <laughs> the parts as soon that as I saw Joker through my fingers, screen, <laughs> right? As soon as Joker came on screen, she's screaming bloody fucking murder <laughs> just from him standing there. Well, one of the, know, well, so. at that point you're like, should you really be going? 
No, you know, she it's, said it. it's like <laughs> you see him in the trailers, so it's kind of like you can't sit there and say like I was surprised by the clown guy. <laughs> oh. oh man! All right. Well, in gaming news, Steam will support the Nintendo Switch Pro controller beginning with the Steam client beta update that was released on Wednesday. The client makes the Pro Controller fully uh, bendable and customizable, uh, including such features as the gyroscope and vibration. Settings are changed through controller settings, the controller settings page, which is on the same page that configures the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One controller support. Notably, the page includes the global option to, quote, Use Nintendo button layout, end quote, which can be used to swap the A, B, and the X, Y buttons of a loaded configuration, which will be useful for those who choose to a template configured for stream controller or Xbox One. Community configurations set share over stream are also available to using uh, to those using the Switch Controller Pro. Bear in mind the Switch Controller Pro does not have analog trigger- triggers, and this won't give it uh, give it to one either. So it may not be the best option for games, but that the that uh blah, 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 blah. maybe the best option for games that have a throttle or other similar command on those buttons. Otherwise, the support is a way to extend some value out of that sixty nine ninety nine gamepad. Uh, Valve has full instructions on how to configure the support, but remember you need to have opted into the stream um, stream client beta first. Users on Reddit have some additional details on how it works, such as controlling the LED light on the home button. I think this is good because um, Steam supports dope for people who already have the console right. in their house. And then, like, oh, cool, I can just use this on my computer, too. Because I, I use it, um, me and my son were using it uh, for Arkham City because I have all the Arkham games on my computer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, go get the Xbox One controller. And you just plug it in and it works flawlessly you know what i mean i love that shit because listen (laughs) try to play arkham city with a keyboard mouse you you could be spinning into the fucking wall you know damn sense so um but the uh that's cool i mean yeah it's probably not the best controller but it's dope for people that got a switch in the house yeah you know and that pro controller is nice yeah i mean it's probably the most basic uh you know of of the nintendo new age new way of controllers you know the the most traditional one you know what i mean and um, we're probably going to get a Switch at the end of the year. And I told I told the kids, I'm like, well, I'm going to get a Pro Controller and that's going to be mine. Like, <laughs> I'm going to keep it in a room because I can't be fucking with these new shit. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a Pro Controller because, well, <laughs> let's face it. I ain't like you pieces of shit, okay? That's right. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers are amateurs, all right? I ain't got time for are it. Are you familiar with noobs? <laughs> <laughs> are you familiar with punk ass bitches because <laughs> y'all need to look in the mirror all right, right. <laughs> this is me that's you okay see that's the difference <laughs> you said, it's so sad because um i was telling my son my youngest son because he's like hey dad do you want to play halo and i'm like i haven't played halo in like a decade you know and he's like oh you don't know how to play and i go (laughs) i said listen i used to be in a halo crew you don't want to fuck with me we was called the halo kings (laughs) it's like we fucking dominated shit all right and he's like okay come play i completely forgot how to play and he fucking slaughtered my eight-year-old son half of me was proud the other half wanted to kill him like i was so fucking mad (laughs) you take his controller and smash it on the floor (laughs) 
But then he started getting frustrated because I was frustrated because I was doing so bad. So I kept playing. We were playing for like two hours. But I kept progressively getting better. Like it started to come back to me. Right. And so I don't want to play anymore. I'm like, yeah, that's what I fucking thought. Punk bitch. You go let the lion out. You're about to get bite. Motherfucker. <laughs> it's like, oh, you don't know how to play? Oh, oh, I am Halo. I'm just letting you know. They based it on me. I'm just letting you know that. <laughs> well, my oldest son fucked up. Because he goes, and my homie was over, and he rolled his eyes. Because because he goes, hey, Dad, um, did you have you ever played Halo? I said, what? I said, listen, <laughs> I stood in line for four hours for Halo 2. You understand me? <laughs> you kids don't even have to do the, the digital bullshit and all that. I stood in, It was raining. You understand me? <laughs> I stood in fucking line in the rain. I think I caught the it was, flu. It was <laughs> raining. I was standing in snow. And you know what? And, and you know what? The volcano was erupted, but I still stayed in line to get Straight Halo. Straight up. Straight <laughs> up. And then he goes, well, have you played Halo 1? And I go, yes, I've played Halo 1, bitch. First of, all, like, I need you, I, first of all, I need you to take that bass out your voice. <laughs> I'm going to need you to bring that fucking tone down before you catch these fucking hands. You better, you better hope you, Master Chief. I'm about to fuck you up. <laughs> See, so you're, yeah, the you're, at, you're at 11 right now. I need you to bring that down to like a five, five and a half tops. <laughs> Well, again, the the um, attractive friend that Steve likes to joke around about. So she's over last night, and she was joke. making what? <laughs> nothing. What'd you say? Nothing. What? Nothing. <laughs> she goes. She goes. Uh, it's interesting how you talk to your kids because <laughs> listen, I'm not I'm not a normal dad. Like I walk in, and Collins right there. I'm like, hey, what's up, pimp? And we clapped up. <laughs> like, what's up? What you doing? <laughs> Yeah, when he it's berates like, his son, he's like, quit being a pussy. Stop being a pussy. I, I get in trouble sometimes like when he's really pissing me off. Don't you I'm be like, a bitch. You're being a little bitch right now. And my wife is like, Adam. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. You're oh, being... what? You want some of this too? <laughs> you're being a bitch too. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm from the motherfucking streets. <laughs> they let bitches when I come in this motherfucking house. Anyway, on to my story. <laughs> um, we got more lawsuits, by the way, of course. <laughs> this and this one, this is the stupidest one. Like, this is stupid. <laughs> Nintendo is being sued again by Game Vice on the claim that des- the design of the Nintendo Switch and its Joy-Con controllers infringes the des- infringes on the design of Game Vice's patent for controllers that also slide onto handheld gaming devices. Additionally, Reuters on Tuesday <laughs> was reported a, was that a deep breath or a yawn? <laughs> it was both. Um, that Game Vice has lodged a complaint against Nintendo with the U.S. International Trade Commission. In a statement, the ITC said it had begun an investigation into certain portable gaming console systems with attachable handheld controllers and components, naming Nintendo. The nature of the complaint is the same as one Game Voice filed in August 2017 and withdrew two months later. It alleges that Nintendo was fully aware of two patents Game Voice held for designs that affix joy- joystick controllers to opposite sides of mobile devices. In 2015, Game Voice launched this device, also called the Game Voice, pictured at the top of all the show notes. You know where to go. Um, and it supports... Okay. <laughs> www.thelazygeeks.com Go to the podcast section, find episode 299, and then click on the article titled, it will say Adam, and then it will say Nintendo gets sued over alleged copyright infringement. 
Steve's a piece of shit. That that's it says that. No. <laughs> um and it supports Apple and Samsung smartphone smartphones and tablets. Nintendo announced the Switch in late 2016 and launched it in March 2017. Defendants, oh this is a quote. Defendants, Nintendo, uh, direct and instruct customers to assemble and use the components, the Joy-Con controllers, in an infringing manner. GameVice said in its complaint, defendants are aware that absent infringement, the bundled Switch system will not have a sustainable use because the Joy-Con controllers need to be assembled in the infringing manner to recharge. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Why do we entertain dumbasses like that? Whatever. Polygon has reached out to Nintendo for comment, but companies generally don't um, comment on litigation pending against them. Yeah, because it's against the law, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, the lawsuit GameVice filed um, and withdrew last year concerning U.S. patent number 9126119. The lawsuit filed March 26 involving U.S. patent number 9855498 and number 98097. <laughs> I don't. I just want to say numbers like that. You sound it's like those, you sound like those uh, computer systems, you know, where you yeah. enter it manually. The number you entered is five eight six three. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Movie Phone. The number you have entered is nine one two six. The number you would enter is from a punk ass bitch. Yeah. <laughs> the first lawsuit was withdrawn for unknown reasons. It had been uh, brought before U.S. District Court for the Central District of California, where I, Game Vice's corporate headquarters are. I thought late... I, I thought I did something on this like a while back. That's you why I was kind of like. You did a long time. It, on the original one, they withdrew. Yeah. And we made fun of them back then, too. Right. <laughs> um, the latest suit is in the North District, Northern District of California. It's worth pointing out that, though Nintendo frequently is sued for patent infringement, this and, and all the big companies are frequently sued for patent infringement. Just Any ask company. Apple. <laughs> yeah, I know. And Apple's, Apple, nine times out of ten, ain't doing anything wrong. No. And they still get sued for it. Um, well, see, that, I was drunk at this uh, <laughs> Yankee Doodles, and I came up with the cloud. That's just yeah, what I'm right. saying. You know? <laughs> and that's the thing is that these – well, let me finish, and I'll, I'll get on to it um, because it kind of talks about it. Is um, Though Nintendo frequently is sued for patent infringement, this doesn't seem to resemble a patent troll case. GameVice is suing over devices it manufactures, not merely designs it holds. Also, that doesn't matter. Also, a large number of so-called patent troll cases have been filed in U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of Texas, though a recent Supreme Court ruling seeks to put a stop to that. It also doesn't matter. Um, Polygon has also reached out to GameVice for additional comment. In its complaint with the ITC, GameVice is asking that the commission issue orders blocking the import of Nintendo Switches into the country. The lawsuit seeks injunctive release and com comp compensation. Uh, they want money. Compensation. No, it's a longer word. Compensatory. There you go. So, here's the thing. I don't give a fuck if they may, they have. So this is how this works. And anyone with fucking common sense can see this is some bullshit. They have a a, a a device that attaches to tablets that you can use a controller for. Right. Okay, they have a picture of it. The funny thing is, it kind of looks like an Xbox controller in the button layout. I guess Microsoft isn't suing them. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that would actually be funny if Microsoft goes, hey, you know, that's kind of our layout, and sues them for it. 
and then and then they put hashtag big ups Nintendo what it do you know what I mean like homies helping homies hashtag shit. we got you Nintendo <laughs> Nintendo's Nintendo we ride we ride for life like that kind of shit. so hashtag ride or die bitch right. I'm not saying the device is shit. I've never used it. And I mean, it's kind of cool. There's many devices that go onto phones or tablets that yeah. add controllers. Many that look exactly like the one Game Vice made. Game Vice is simply going, oh, look, one of the big three game companies did something that looks vaguely similar to what we're doing. And Let's see if we having, can get some money. And they're, since they're having more success than we had with it. Right. Yeah. Let's see if we can get some money in. Right. And because a lot of times the bigger companies will just – they'll settle out of court because they don't feel like going through it. They have enough money that they don't fucking care. Yeah. You know, they're here. But I, I can almost guarantee you Nintendo's not going to do that. No. I've noticed that the Japanese companies, they don't settle out of court as easily. Oh, no. Fuck no. They fight it. They go, fuck you. Like the, I know Sony does. Yeah. Sony's known for that. You try, tr go ahead and try to sue Sony. I dare you. These motherfuckers be like, they'll send a fleet of Japanese lawyers to fucking <laughs> like you. You're gonna lose. What is no, that? No, no, you're gonna see. You're gonna if Nintendo's fighting you back. Usually, it's usually preceded by Haruken. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you like this. Um, this is late breaking. Okay, Steve just sent me a picture of Star Trek Starfleet Academy Starship. Bridge Simulator for Super Nintendo. I had that fucking joint. Okay? You knew you were a straight nerd when you had that fucking game. And it was dope as shit, too. I know, right? Tell Star Trek Daily, I played it. All right? No. Nay. You lived it. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, yeah, because I because when you, when you when I saw that, I was like, I could have sworn... I did the story like a while back, and yeah, when you said like it, this, because they're fucking pussies, they'll yeah. put it out and then they'll go, "Oh, this isn't gonna work," and they'll withdraw it. Like it's it's obvious, yeah. you know who who can see through this? The courts can't. The people who can see through this shit are hustlers, motherfuckers <laughs> that are used to the street shit, like someone trying to fucking hustle you for something. Right? And it's like fuck y'all, bitches. You you motherfuckers <laughs> are trying to play games. You know what I mean? But the courts don't see that. They're like, oh, we're gonna see every case through. I wish they put some real motherfuckers in the court system. They're like, nah, fuck you, you a bitch. Right. Like get the fuck out. Of here. Like you know, they you listen to their whole thing and you're like, mm, that's cute. Out. <laughs> right. Uh. All right. Moving into comic news. Uh, we've been waiting decades for this moment. Bruce and Selena are finally tying the knot and together as they always should be. Hmm. Wonder how this, um, how she feels about Damien and that's, be but that's beside the point. Mm. Batman and Catwoman's official wedding is coming in July and DC took a pretty creative way to announce the issues that lead up to the big event. DC has revealed the official save the date card for all to see and we're glad we were invited the card has a checklist of key issues that relate to the big day so you can check out the cards below and and on the link in the show notes you can even have a printable pdf version because <laughs> you know you need that when you go to the i want to print that and put it on my desk at work <laughs> i know right you know it looks legit baby. oh yeah because it's like we formally invite you to the wedding of selena kyle and bruce wayne <laughs> And we'll certainly be keeping this with us as every issue is released or as you always wait for the graphic novel co um, collection to be released. But who wants to wait that long? Uh, the, the invitation is, is, fucking, is fucking great. It's like July 4th, 2018, Gotham City. Invitation to follow. Please RSVP with Alfred Pennyworth. 
by June 1st, 2018. You think I'm playing because I'm, I'm sending the fucking PDF to my work. I'm going to print <laughs> that shit. So the, issues, so the issues that are connected is obviously big, um, uh, Free Comic Book Day, DC Nation Zero, uh, right. Batman Prelude to the Wedding, Robin versus Ra's al Ghul on May 30th, Batman 48 on June 6th, Batman Prelude to the Wedding, Nightwing versus Hush, issue one on June 6th, Batman Prelude to the Wedding, Batgirl versus the Riddler on June 13th, uh, Batman Prelude to the Wedding, Red Hood versus Anarchy, June 20th, and on June as well, as well on June 20th, Batman 49. And then you have Batman Prelude to the Wedding, Harley Quinn versus the Joker on the 27th, uh, and Batman number 50, July 4th, which is the wedding, and Catwoman number one on July 4th. Save the date. <laughs> Attach. <laughs> I'm gonna print this shit. And I'm gonna put it at my. I'm gonna put it at my fucking desk, and only real motherfuckers are gonna know what that shit is. Yeah. Like, uh, and I know all the girls are gonna come. Oh my god, someone's getting married, and they're gonna read it, and they're gonna who's that? Like Batman and Cat. Like fuck you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> then you just gotta take a picture in a in a in a suit and tie. And then crop in a picture of uh, you standing next to uh, Bruce and, uh, and Selena. I'm going to. <laughs> I'll just get. I'm. I'm. Listen. <laughs> this needs to happen. <laughs> so I was at the wedding. Y'all bitches don't know. Uh, anyway. Told you about that life. <laughs> That's right. I guess we're we're uh, on a DC train today. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I never, I didn't realize it until now. Yeah, the gaming was both Nintendo and this one were both on DC. Yeah. So, and we also got our article from the same site. I actually like this fucking site, dude. DCComicNews.com. Shout outs, motherfucker. Because um, I don't think this is an official site. No, it's not. Yeah, so it should be. It but should like be. most of the DC stuff are generally done by fans like, you know, DC Comic Squadcast. Yeah. Comic Squad. By the way, fuck. if you guys haven't been listening to DC Comic Squadcast, you you missing out. Yeah, they're fucking great. They'll read the whole fucking book to you. <laughs> Pretty like, much. You can hear them literally flipping the page as they're going through the book. Right. It's so great. <laughs> so this is kind of uh kind of sad news to be honest, but a DC spokesperson recently confirmed to Newsarama that digital codes will no longer be included in in select DC rebirth titles but rather codes will be reserved for select titles. Such titles will be limited to special annuals, event books, and number ones, and will be removed from monthly books. The offering originally began back in April of 2017 when the price went up for some rebirth titles. As of now, it is unsure which select books will be included as special. Brian Michael Bendis, up, Bendis's upcoming run of Superman uh, book, nor... The major event title Scott Snyder is working on are not mentioned in the statement. On a separate note, it was noted by industry watchers that this week, this week's recent release of DC Nation number zero, which has a cover price of 25 cents, was offered online through Comixology for free. Retailers are not informed of the decision. So kind of a short one kind of sucks because DC was kind of dope with that. Like, you could you could still collect physical books, but then you could get that digital copy and you could carry around with tablet or whatever. What I thought was interesting was the fact that they used that as the reason for the uh, the bump up. Because remember remember right. the whole oh yeah all our comics are two ninety nine and six months later 
we're gonna be doing three ninety nine on like I still action have the, and I still have the DZ poster from I think it was from a free comic book day that says uh always two ninety nine or right. something like that. It's like, yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Um Yeah, but you know, for how long? For how long? Yeah. It is what it is. I mean, you you kinda you can get upset at three ninety nine from DC, but then like that Marvel's three ninety nine too. So yeah. it's like whatever. Yeah, well, it, it, it's really not too big of a deal. It was funny because like I remember people were, you know, for certain issues like you know, like big double size and Marvel was like five ninety nine and stuff like that. And people were like, Yeah, Marvel comics are expensive and DC kinda did. Yeah, we're all two ninety nine. And you and I are like, Yeah, for how long? Right. You know, and then suddenly it was like, Well, for certain issues like Batman and Superman, we're gonna go to three ninety nine, but we're gonna include digital copies. So, you know, it was like, okay, now it's like, okay, you guys got used to it. Now we're just taking the digital copies away. And, you know, just, I was like, uh, at least at Marvel, it's kind of up front, you know, <laughs> it was like, you know, the, we're going to be, we're going to be charging you more. I'm like, all right, we'll bitch about it, but we'll get it anyway. It's like, it was kind of like, yeah, but, and to be honest, in, in most instances, how many people use digital copies? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, to, to me. You know, it's one of those things I kind of forgot about, to be completely honest. <laughs> yeah, I know. Same here. I mean, I'll see them in the book, but then I kind of like, oh, well, I got the book. So, you know, I don't really, already read it. Yeah. yeah. So whatever. Yeah. So and if you're getting digital, you're generally just getting digital, you know, yeah. so I don't know. I mean, but still, it, it does suck because you may have and I'm sure there's some people that like buy the book, put it in the bag and board and then just read the digital copy. Yeah. Which makes sense. You know, you have kids. But and, collectors, collectors like that are more rare now. Yeah. Like there, there aren't a lot of people collecting. Um, there aren't as many bag and board collectors as there used to be yeah. with the whole digital revolution and shit. Like most of the new, like a lot of the young cats, like they just read digitally. They don't even, they don't know what it is to collect a comic book. Yeah. You know, I heard somebody tell me, oh, I just collect digital comic books. I'm like, is that, is that the same thing? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> It's like um, you just gather you just gather media files is what you're really doing. Right. I mean, you might as well say I, I collect PDFs. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like I collect ebooks. <laughs> it's the <right>. same difference. <laughs> uh all right. So in technology news, this one kinda came as a kind of as a surprise, but not really, but as fast as the fuck out of me. It, it as fast as it did is really kind of I think what surprised yeah. me. Uh, after the far-reaching scandal over mishandled Facebook data, user data, Cambridge Analytica is shutting down. The news was reported earlier by the Wall Street Journal. The company soon said in a press release that the affiliated UK-based company SCL Elections has filed for insolvency and the bankruptcy proceedings will begin soon for Cambridge Analytica as well. The Data analytics company, UK, United Kingdom-based parent organization, SCL Group, will also be shuttered, according to the journal. Cambridge Analytica gained fame by, the, by working on data analytics for the Trump presidential campaign, was engulfed in controversy over Facebook's, uh, Facebook user data being compromised. The overwhelming bad press generated by the news cycle appears to have been too much for the company. In a statement, it said, quote, the siege of media coverage has driven away virtually all of the company's customers and suppliers. In a statement, the company continued to defend itself in the face of the controversy and said an internal investigation did not substantiate wrongdoing. Hmm, an internal investigation saying your company didn't do anything wrong came with mm -hmm. the, to that conclusion? Surprising. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's kind of like, no shit. 
Uh, quote, over the past several months, Cambridge Analytica has been the subject of numerous unfounded accusations, and despite the company's efforts to correct the record, has been vilified for activities that are not only legal, but also widely accepted as a standard component for, of online advertising in both the political and commercial arenas, the statement said. Not when you violate the terms of service that you have with the, uh, the company that you're getting the information from. Right. I mean, you, you can kind of forget that part. <laughs> so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I was laughing, though, when I saw this because it's it's a mishandling of something. And you could easily go, I mean, that's not that's not fucking shouldn't kill a company. It's like it is when it's Facebook. Yeah. Like it's a big enough thing that you've literally pissed off everyone. Right. You know, and then so, you have other people like, going, oh, they're a pariah. We don't want to do business with them. Right. Especially when they're kind of shady on how they get their information, yeah. so they might as well they might as well close with what little dignity they still fucking have. Yeah, you know, and it, it's like it sucks that the name Cambridge has to be next to it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's the name was kind of cool. The ca- name was kind of cool, Cambridge, Cambridge Analytica. It sounded like one of those things you would see in like the the Alien universe or like the Blade Runner universe. Yeah, it's like. Well, we the can, Umbrella Corporation, yeah. you know, just something crazy. Yeah, you, but, it's, um, it's the it's the moniker you see on every building, you know, Cambridge Analytica. Right. You're like, ooh, that sounds mysterious. And then you find out it's an evil fucking shadow corporation. <laughs> right. I've seen that's this movie co- many that's, times. <laughs> that's collecting xenomorphs. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hail Hydra type shit. <laughs> right. So this one was pretty interesting. Um, I actually saw it yesterday. Um, Google thought it, I would find it interesting. And pushed it to me on the app. And I was like, oh, you know what, Google? You're right. <laughs> um, and the article's about Google, too. If you want to place, if you want to place a political advertisement through Google's massive advertising network during the upcoming US elections, you're going to have to show some ID first. The search giant announced new policies Friday that will require advertisers prove they're a US citizen or permanent resident um, when buying election ads. Under the new guidelines, Google will ask advertisers, be they individuals, organizations, or political action committees, um, to prove they are who they claim to be. It will also require that the ads be included, or the ads to include a clear disclosure of who is paying for it. The change comes after Google and other social media companies revealed their advertising platforms were abused by foreign actors, including the Russian government-backed troll farm internet research agency, during the 2016 U.S. presidential elections. It also places Google's policies in line with U.S. law for traditional media that restricts foreign entities from running election ads. I mean, foreign, like, usually I'm not so fucking tinfoil hat, but there's never a good reason for a foreign country to run an American political act. It's none of your fucking business. <laughs> like, you stay when, over there and do what you gotta when do. When they say foreign actor, to me that just sounds like a, an actor who just happens to be born from another country, you know, right. it's like <laughs> he's a foreign actor. Yeah, but he's playing Hamlet. So does it really matter that he's from, I mean, you know, Portugal? I mean, <laughs> Patrick Stewart's running fucking electric ads. Right. Electric ads. <laughs> um, election ads. Google's update to its policy. But that would uh, actually be cool. You could hear that voice going. Well, know. he's a U.S. citizen now, so it doesn't yeah. really. Um, Google's update to its uh Policy follows in the footsteps of Twitter and Facebook, which have both announced new policies that will change the way to the respective platforms handle political advertisements. Twitter last year announced new transparency efforts surrounding ads on its platform. Twitter now requires political advertisements to disclose the amount spent 
to place an ad, the party paying for the campaign and any affiliation with political parties or candidates. It also allows users to see why they are being targeted by specific ads. Last month, as part of his apology tour following the Cambridge Analytica scandal, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg announced his company would start requiring political advertisers and pages uh, with large followings to provide information to verify their identity. Zuckerberg also announced plans to release a searchable public archive of past political ads that have run on the platform. That'd just be fun to search through. Oh, I know. Um, Both Twitter and Facebook offered their support earlier this year to the Honest Ads Act, a piece of legislation that would require online platforms to include disclosures that identify the parties placing placing of political ads and maintain publicly accessible, Jesus, publicly (laughs) accessible databases of ads and candidates. Uh, Facebook, perhaps the biggest victim of the 2016 election interference campaign, they're not really a victim when they allow it to happen. Right. Um, that sounded filthy. Uh, <laughs> reportedly opposed the measure. You know, privately. when you suck a dick, even though they said, shh, just let it happen, you still right. sucked it. It's you still like... sucked a dick. Um, but let me reread this line because it's pretty important to, to keep in mind. Perhaps the biggest victim of the 2016 election interference campaign reportedly opposed the measure privately but has since offered public support for it. It's all cloak and dag. It's Mm -hmm. all behind the scenes bullshit, you know, Um, where Google's efforts fall short, at least its current iteration is the new policies only cover ads featuring candidates running for office. So-called issue ads that advocate uh, a certain point or view on hot button topics are not covered in Google's policies. So we'll still see that silly shit. Um, quote, 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 as we learn from these changes in our continued engagement with leaders and experts in the field, we'll work to improve transparency of political ads, uh, political issue ads and expand our coverage to a wider range of elections. Kent Walker, a Google senior vice president and general counsel said in a blog post, Kent Walker, Texas Ranger. (laughs) Yeah. I was just thinking that too. (laughs) Uh, most of the Russian interference efforts during the 2016 campaign came in the form of issue ads that attempted to to sow discord to sow I'm sorry <laughs> to sow discord and division among U.S. citizens. So Google may want to get moving on that, and I agree. But that's also more difficult. It's more black and white to say Democrats are doing this, the Republicans are doing this, and then right. be transparent about that. But issue ads, I mean, I could put an issue ad out. Yeah. You know, it, it, anyone can do that. So it, it gets kind of – I'm ha- look, let me put it this way. <laughs> what we're seeing is something that wasn't working at all – and this is how fucking things happen. Everything blew up in everybody's face, and now everyone's like, ah, shit. You know, and they're trying, it blew they're up in everybody's, sa- in everybody's face, and now they're trying to save that face that exactly. already got blown up. And you know what? Fuck it. Let them do that because now we're going to have a better way of doing it. But um, see, that's the I big problem. The, see, the big problem with that is that we're letting the people that have caused this problem fix the problem. But there's no – it's not going to get done by anyone else. It, yeah. this, this is, it is what it is yeah. really. Like it's, it's a filthy way of doing it. But people have to fuck up. Or seem to be fuck ups but before they actually do anything about it. Right. But the thing, my, my point is kind of like, but it's like letting the bank robbers work on the security of the bank. 
you know, yeah. and it's just, Absolutely. it's like going, fuck, you know. No, you know, you know what it feels like. And, and this probably gives being anally raped by Viking war horde. Oh, well, maybe a little. Um, <laughs> this probably gives a little bit more clout to these companies than, than should be. But, but what I think it feels like is when, you know, when parents ground their kids, like they get real fuck up and they're like, listen, you can't drive the fucking car because you, there's a big scratch on the side and that was obviously you, blah, blah, blah. Fuck you. You're grounded for two weeks. Okay, fine. And then when the kids leave all pissed off saying it wasn't their fault, the parents go, I mean, I know we did it when we got drunk that one night, but we're just going to blame the kid. Right. Cause it still teaches them a lesson anyway. That's really what it feels like. It's, yeah. it's like they, they fucked up, but they're in so much power. You can't do anything about it. And we can just be like, you know what? At least they're trying to fix it and just forget <laughs> about it because there's nothing you could do about yeah. it. You know, they're in power because we put them there. That's true. That's true. You know, so let's, let's, yeah, they fucked up. But this right here, I see Google actively doing something. Facebook was just like, I mean, I guess we'll figure it out. Now, fuck you. you know, you're not figuring shit out. And that was the main point I was trying to say in this article too is that Facebook privately said, fuck you. We don't want we don't want to fucking control our ads. But what have they been saying on, on fucking Zuckerberg's reptilian book tour that he's been on is, oh, no, we, we're fighting against this. You're fighting against this now because everybody found you out. Yeah. You know, and Google here, Google's like, listen – I mean, we can ID them like they're kind of they're the rational one in all this. Like they're like, like which I mean, is weird when you think about it, that Google right? because Google's the biggest one. Google's you know? the I biggest mean, whore for money. I mean, you know, they really are. Yeah. And but I have to give them respect here because one, they're not. There's two things. One, they're not bullshitting anyone right now. They're they're just giving you like, look, I mean, I can ID them. You know, yeah. it's a realistic thing. It's like you know, when it's somebody not, buys alcohol, it's like. Look, I can ID him, but if it's legit enough, if it's, you know, good enough right. that it passes through, then, you know. <laughs> it's But but it's on a, and the oppose of that is Facebook going, we're we're going to crack down hard. It's like you're just that's just fucking you're bolstering. You're not you're not telling me what you're going to do. At least Google's telling me what they're going to do. Right. You know, and, and I respect this. Is it perfect? No, no system is. But it's a step in the right direction. And I, I feel – I don't care what foreign country it is. It could be our biggest – let it be England. No, it's not – right. <laughs> it's not your fucking election. Right. Like I, I get – you know, and I, I saw some some, uh, some people t- back in 2016 like, well, other countries might want to make suggestions to our election because we're – we're a big player in the in the uh, in in the world stage, and are it's like you know what? Then too bad. Maybe they should fucking try harder. Then if that bothers them, American election is America's problem. It has nothing to do with anybody else. If you can't vote, you can't have a political ad. Well, Fuck I mean, off. but in all fairness, you know, America's been rigging elections in foreign countries since you know I agree, the beginning of the twentieth century, and, and that is wrong too. Unfortunately, we know better. That's the only problem here. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it, it's funny because like on the West Wing, they're like, you know, uh, they said foreign elections and, and um, uh, Martin Sheen's character Bartlett goes, um, he goes, I always thought the people in those elections won because we wanted them to. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's just so stupid. Like everyone should just stay out of everyone's fucking pool. Like stop it. Let let that happen the way it's supposed to happen. Because you just start fucking with this shit, and now you're pissing everybody off. Yeah. You know, and and if you piss everybody off, you ain't gonna have a pot to piss in. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? 
So that's it. Let's go to lighter subjects, please. (laughs) All right. And that brings us to the end of the headlines. So this, uh, uh, this week we are going to do a review and discussion of Avengers Infinity War. Uh, trash, absolute trash. No, I'm just kidding. I fucking loved it. Okay. So that brings us over to what the actual fuck, you know? Right. (laughs) Um, and again, guys, we're going to have some spoilers in here. We're not going to try to spoil the whole thing, but you know, I, I, I have been loving the spoiler, no spoiler memes. That are going out that that are going out there. People show respect nowadays. Yeah. Well, no, it's you know, and it's actually kind of cool because the Russos went out and sent that letter saying, "Hey guys, there's going to be a bunch of shit. Please don't spoil it for people." And right. for the most part, people have been honoring that and been doing the spoiler, no spoilers. Just these are images with no context, and yeah. so you're seeing those things. And you're just kind of only people who have seen it will know what the fuck you're talking right. about. It has, it's been pretty ingenious. Yeah, and I've, I've been seeing some of those that I'm just like, oh, that's fucking great. And then like my brother who hadn't who at at the point that I was doing this was like, I don't get it. And I'm like, you got to see it, then you'll get it. And then later he was like, oh yeah, I get some of those now. <laughs> I'm like, why Why they were showing this, that, and the other thing. Right. Um, so at this particular point, we're going to start reviewing the movie, again, with some spoilers uh, that might inadvertently come out. I'm just saying because we might not. But if you don't want to take the chance and you haven't seen it yet, one, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Uh, until oh, Jesus. <laughs> you pause it, come back to it, or just don't give a shit about it. Um, and to be honest, I, I don't think it's going to really take away, you know, a lot. It might, the, the ending part might just kind of reduce the shock. But again, if you, if you know, like the source material of all that stuff, it doesn't, it, it only, it only calms you down after you've watched it. Like when I watched it, I kind of like at the end, I'm like, fuck. And then later after I kind of started to wrap my head around it a little bit, then I started thinking about it. I'm like, well, yeah, you know, this is kind of this, you know, so um uh you saw it and you ranked it as the worst of the marvel movies i did not (laughs) so and you can send those emails to adam at (laughs) as i said as i said pre previously or a little bit in this podcast previously earlier in this podcast (laughs) steve and i got in a heated argument i don't really know how it happened it's just we started talking shit all of a sudden and and we said fuck off and I went to bed, which no, is, you know, well, no, it, the, the, the big thing was you called you, you called me a fanboy for one reason or another. And I was like, Oh, cause I, I made a comment like, like, Oh, to, to, spoken like a true DC fanboy. And then you you called me fan. I'm like, I know I was saying that. And then it just kind of steamrolled yeah, out of so that. that. That's what it was. Yeah. And it basically the term fanboy was being misunderstood. <laughs> like I, it was being taken as an insult. And I'm like, you know what? I'm getting sick of this shit. <laughs> and this all stems up to, and it wasn't even Steve's fault. It stems to what I said before too, where a Marvel movie comes out and all of a sudden I'm public enemy number one to everyone around <laughs> me. Like everyone hates me because dare I have a Batman thing at my desk when a Marvel movie's out. And I'm like, listen, if you're that insecure, maybe you need to look inside yourselves. Okay. But listen, I like this movie. Okay. Um, my biggest takeaway from my, the biggest thing, the joy of me, of, of what I liked about this movie, the, the biggest jo- thing, the joy of the you. joy of the joy of me, 
Um, what makes me happy? Me. Really, right. really. Exactly. <laughs> I saw my reflection once in the screen. I'd be breathtaking. No. Um, just having that many characters on the screen and have it having it all work right. and sync together. And, and it wasn't it wasn't corny. It wasn't overdone. It wasn't no one. You didn't feel like anyone didn't get a fair shake. You know, now one thing that you I get if you have to say something negative, but it's really just the way it is. And I said this to to Steve when I watched it is that it feels like you're just like next scene, next scene, next scene, next scene, next scene. But it's because there's so many people yeah. like there, there's no way to not have it look like that. And they still did a good job yeah. because every scene was dope and it all kind of tied it all tied together, you know, at the end and stuff like that. Um, I thought the acting was great. Of course, we've all seen these characters before. We know they can act. Um, all of the, it was, it was crazy seeing like the guardians talking to fucking Iron Man and just like, what the fuck? You know, it was just, it was just a mind fuck for me. It was, it was, it was weird because like you, you wanted to see the connection of like, because we've seen in the comic books, like, you know, Quill and Iron Man, you know, the comics, the Marvel did that like five years ago, you know, when they relaunched their, um, you know, uh, Iron Man, they did that. They had him go to see the Guardians, which made sense as why they paired up with them. And, you know, but then, of course, you, and the Iron Man and, and um, Stark and, and Doctor Strange. But then you started seeing the weird combos of like uh, Rocket and Thor. You know, you're like, I never really expected them together. But that was actually really, really fucking cool. Yeah, you it know, was. Um, you know, and then a lot of the pairings of some of the of some of the characters. And it was just like. You know, and then for me, like being a, a true Vision Scarlet Witch fan, finally getting that romance, you're yep. like, oh my god, this is something I read about. And I'm like, oh, I w- we're never going to see that in a movie. And then you- here's the, here's the thing that, and it's going to sound like an insult, and it isn't, because I I thought it was. <laughs> it awesome. sounds like an insult, but it is. <laughs> no, I have to do that because everyone always thinks I'm talking shit. So Thanos versus everyone else really did feel like. Okay, let me let me say this first. The Marvel, the typical Marvel humor was there. Even though the story was pretty dark, the the humor was laced throughout the entire thing. And it was funny. It was hilarious and all that. It, it's a Marvel movie, of course it is. So Thanos is not funny. No. Thanos felt like a DC villain to me. Like it <laughs> felt like Darkseid was fucking fighting them. <laughs> and and it, there was this moment in the movie where it was almost like th- they really knew what Thanos was about and everyone was like, fuck. <laughs> like all the Marvel characters were just like, this is a little much. <laughs> you know, you're not really it kind of reminded me of that scene, and this is pulling all the way from something different, but that that movie Megamind. Oh, right. When when um Megamind finally fights the um Titan, the one he creates and, oh, right. and and he's like, okay, now you're going to take me to jail. So he's like, no, I'm going to kill you. He's like, no, wait a minute. You're not playing the game right. <laughs> That's how it felt to me. Like it was like they really they really realized Thanos was about that life. And they were like, oh, wait a minute. Like <laughs> I thought we were just going to put you in space jail. <laughs> you know, and, and that was kind of a – for me though, and like I said, that of course sounds like I'm I'm you know, I'm not saying Marvel's a kiddie show or anything by any shape or form. But to me that was like – that really reminded people that everything can end. Yeah. You know, it's, it don't get too comfortable, you know, because shit can get fucked up, and which I, as a DC fan, <laughs> I know. <laughs> and that's the thing is, it's like, you know, in, in like, you know, it's almost in the essence of saying, well, how can we make, how can we let people know that 
anything can happen in the Marvel Universe. These characters can die and shit can get real because it has in before. You know, yeah. how, you know, how many <laughs> Deadpool kills the Marvel universe, you know, we've seen those like, you know, uh, or even Marvel zombies, Marvel zombies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or the, the, oh man, I missed the Marvel night. Um, those, those, those night books, you know, when, when shit can get dark and shit can get real. And this was, I think a really good way of kind of introducing people saying like, Hey, you know what? It can, and, and shit can happen, you know, and like right out the gate, you know, Hemnall and, and Loki right out the gate. You're just like, fuck. Like, you know, uh, shit's getting shit's getting dark. And then the Hulk getting his ass handed to him, you know, by Thanos was like, you know. Was, and then being a baby bitch about it. Yeah, no. He was like, oh, you're being such an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my favorite line, though, is is Stark looking at Banner trying to change. It's like, you're making me look you're making me look. Uh, bad in front of the wizards you know? right yeah that was funny and they kept they kept calling them wizards and shit i was dying with that there was so much comedic and and a lot of it too it offset this is some, it offset exactly everything. this yeah. is something that marvel does so brilliantly where the villain is serious like the villain's not kidding right you know like a perfect example of that was um one of thanos's dudes i'm, I'm sorry i'm not very familiar with um the comics but the one who can move things with his mind oh yeah yeah um he he was giving his speech and it's a very comic book-esque you're all going to die and you should be happy about it kind of thing and iron man and dr strange talking shit yeah and it, it, <laughs> hey it squidward <laughs> right and the funny thing is it doesn't match yeah like but it does. Like, it's it's kind of this weird thing. But, like if if I saw that in real life, I'd be like, "Dude, it's go time." I don't know if y'all realize this, but fucker ain't playing, right? You know. But it just because it's those characters, but also and the way it's said, it was great. It's that American mentality. Yeah, it, always talk shit. Always talk shit. Even when you're getting your ass handed to you, you still mm -hmm. talk shit. You know. And but what was awesome, especially in that in that fight in New York, is when they were launching stuff at him, and he's just brushing his fingers side to side you know and like everything's getting moved and stuff like that except for that one hit that takes the guy in the head you know when um he made those uh brick uh spears you know it 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 was really interesting because yeah it was very much go time like the minute it started was go time and you really those comedic moments were the ones that allowed you to get that breath you know um the comedy between thor and the guardians was fucking hilarious like it was it was such that breath you needed between the doctor strange things and the things happening on earth and uh still the way they were googling ogling over uh thor you yeah. are a dude this is a man it's like a pirate had a baby with an angel <laughs> it was like wow <laughs> I was like, poor Quill. Like, why are you being so rude? And it's like, wait, you're one, you're one, what, you're one sandwich away from fat. And it's like, okay, that's fine. I'll get a Bowflex. I'll commit, you know. And then when he starts speaking like Thor, like, did you just lower your voice? No, you shall not take our pod. Are you mocking me? Are you mocking me? You know, it's like, but oh god, but it was so, it was so funny because it, it was that. He was just—he was fine, right? He was fine until Gamora started feeling some kind of way, and then he was like, "Wait a minute, like <laughs> we need to check this shit." At the well, which door. is like, it's like his muscles are made of some type of, you know, something, some type of metal, and he's like, "Okay, stop rubbing the man's arm," <laughs> you know? <Right. laughs> yeah, and then when he when he 
you know, said like, uh, you know, a lot about Thanos. And then <laughs> Drax goes and, and sells her out. This is Thanos's daughter. And he gets right up in her face. And then, you know, he puts his hand on her shoulder and starts being all kind of nice and sincere. And then Quill's like, oh, fuck you, dude. <laughs> you know, I'm standing in front of you. <laughs> um, oh, but, you know, it, and, you know, so it was, it's, it was very, inter- it was very, very comic book. Like this, if you, yeah. if this was a graphic novel, it would be this way. Like that would be. You know how this flowed for me? Real talk. Mm-hmm. And the story's different, but this flowed exactly how the original Secret Wars flowed. Yeah. Back in the day. Like, it's just panel changing, panel change. Like, you're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> like, it's moving so quick, and so much is fucking happening. Yeah. You know, it was crazy, and, dude. And it was, it was such a great little... Uh, the, the, way it was, the way it was designed was exactly like a, like a comedy, because you always have... You know, it always start. It always starts in different spots, but everybody all comes together in the same in the same part where you had the Guardians, and then you Thor, and then you had Iron Man, and then the Earthbound Avengers, and then they, it all kind of comes together. You know, and and uh, seeing the Guardians fight with Spider Man, and and oh, and seeing Iron Spider, that was so fucking cool. That was dope. <laughs> First of all, they did the Iron Spider suit. Perfect. Oh my god. The fucking so the, the spider legs and shit. <laughs> oh my god. It was it was so it was good be, you know it was good because it was slightly creepy. Right. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah. Like, but it was like when he had to stop um was it Doctor Strange that was flying out yeah. of the Yeah. Yeah. And he fucking the they come out and just clank and just connect to the thing. I was like, dude, this is too much. <laughs> the suit is so fucking dope. I love the way they introduce uh the spider sense. It wasn't flashy. It wasn't all weird. Like you know, you just like in the in the bus, his the hairs on his arm stood up. Oh yeah, that was the f- that was the was spider- that the first time we've seen it with him? Yeah, because we never saw yeah. they didn't use it in the first movie. But then you see his arm stand up, and then he turns around and looks, and then he's like, "And fucking Ned, hey Ned, I need you to make a distraction." Oh my God, we're gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> that works. I know it's like that's one way to go about it. Uh, that was another thing too, and that I think that was the coolest transition was you had um, Iron Man and Doctor Strange, and then it kind it almost like zoomed out to his bus. Yeah, like I was like, oh, that was kind of dope. <laughs> um, and then you're reminded, oh, we're in New York, right? Right. <laughs> and then of course the Stan Lee cameo. What you guys never seen a spaceship before? <laughs> Oh, it was shit. i was reading somewhere that it said stanley's cameos are now clapping moments like in the movie theater every time yeah, you, they see, really are. you see him you clap you know because i was like it's stan um but you know and then him joining you know him joining the fight and it was great intros for a lot of that because you know iron man's about to get his ass uh, the hammer handed to him and then all of a sudden it stops and then spider-man's head leans in and goes hey what's going on mr stark <laughs> you know right um some of the the big the big intros the Captain America intro, it was, you know, like their face. That was dope. You yeah. know, that all of a sudden everybody kind of looks over the shoulder and then she throws the spear, catches, and then out of the shadow you see Steve Rogers. You're like, yeah. When I was watching it the second time, um, you know, there were a lot of people seeing it by themselves, a lot of single, you know, people. And I assume these are probably people that had jobs over the weekend and, you know, were just catching an early movie. There's this right. one woman, a couple of seats down for me, and I knew she was a fan because she's sitting there, she's watching it, and then when Steve Rogers steps out and you get that moment of Captain America, I saw her make this like elbow fist, like, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> everyone loves that dude. Oh man. And then of course, fucking in the middle of that battle, fucking the, um, 
the uh, the Thor and Rocket and Groot entrance. Yeah. <laughs> Can we address something though? Mm. And it was in the trailer, so I don't give a fuck. Um, Captain America caught Thanos's arm. Yeah. How was he able to do that? <laughs> That's what I need to know. Well, I mean, you know, the same thing with uh, with um, uh, Iron Man. Yeah, but still, bro. Like <laughs> Captain America sometimes surprises me dude that like, clock to the face yeah when when he g unit dude when, he, when fucking thanos just went pop right there and steve just went down like a fucking rock i was like, like oh that's gonna leave a mark um Ooh. but and it left more than a mark yeah um that uh <laughs> the um that moment between thor and rocket when they're on the the pod going to the um to the forger yeah. And, you know, Thor has that moment where he talks about, yeah, basically everybody he loves is dead. His best friend, his brother, his mother, his father, his, you know, his planet, they're gone. And he just had that moment of like, you know, well, he hasn't faced me. Actually, he has. Well, he hasn't faced me twice, you know. Right. And then he's like, but then, you know, he goes, well, what if you lose? He's like, well, then I lose. You know, what else have I, what else have I got to lose? And you know, and then you re- you realize too. At least I did. Thor's really the most tragic character right yes, now. Yes, exactly. Everything is gone. Like he's the last Asgardian. Like it's just fucking sad. Yeah, yeah. And you you sit there and you're going like, wow. Like it's like he was a you know a, a prince of this whole you know this 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 whole race, and now he's the only one left. Yeah. And you're just kind of like fuck. And even Rocket was like, wow. You know. And then did <laughs> that little. Well, I've actually got a lot to lose, you know. <laughs> you have Rocket always kind of looking for himself, but my favorite is when he gave him the eye. Well, if you're gonna face Thanos, you're gonna need two eyes. And he's like, <laughs> I, I, I would have washed that first because you know he's like, what he gave you his eye? No, he gave me a hundred credits, but I st- snuck into his room and stole his eye. <laughs> like, wow, it's so funny. Um, and then you know, and of course, Rocket being Rocket. When he meets the Winter Soldier, he's like, how much for the gun? It's not for sale. How much for the arm? <laughs> like, I'm still going to get that arm. Um, I love the Wakanda bit was dope. Oh, yeah. Um, Dude, fucking that, that chant they do. Yeah. You know, and then, of course, starting off with Wakanda forever. Um, in my mind, uh, when I first saw it, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm be real. And, and I know this is the unpopular thing to say. Every time I, I hear them say Wakanda forever, I kind of roll my eyes. Like, it's just cheesy. Like, I'm just like, okay. Like, it doesn't <laughs> piss me off or anything. I'm just like, yeah, I, I get it. You know? But that <laughs> chant was dope. Yeah. That's some straight out of Africa shit. <laughs> like, you, you're ready to go when you hear that shit. Well, you hear one of like, you know, this is going to be the end of Wakanda. It's like, well, it'll be a glorious end. I was like, oh, shit. We're channeling some Klingons yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. Today is a good day to die. I thought that was super dope. <laughs> but the... Uh, there wasn't the only part I didn't like was the fucking end, <laughs> but I don't think I'm let's, supposed to like it. Yeah. Let's talk about that ending real quick. Like <laughs> this is the thing. This is the biggest trip for me is that they literally rubbed it in your face that the bad guy won. Yeah. Like you even see, he said at the beginning of the movie, Thanos, that all he wants is to kill half of all life in the, in the galaxy or the universe or whatever. And then he just wants to 
retire to a small hut somewhere and watch the sunset. And he literally did that at the end of the movie. I, the whole time, I'm just shaking my head. I go, you fucking for real right now? Like, And it's all solemn music and yeah. shit. I'm like, get the fuck out my face with this. <laughs> but be, Okay, before we get to that ending, uh, Thanos. I thought they did such a great job with him. They did a great job of fuck him. <laughs> you know? First of all, I this is the thing, though. I was like, you know what? He's a really deep character. I mean, what he's kind of and, – and I said this to Steve before. It's cool when you have a, a villain whose goal you kind of can't argue is 100% wrong. Right. You know, and honestly – Especially his, when it's right to them. Like right. that's really the thing is like he's convinced this he is the cause. way to go. Yeah. yeah, he's not just evil to be evil. He has a cause, and the cause will solve the problem that he is out to set right. to try to solve. And then, you, but it's an evil way of doing exactly. it. Exactly. And even when you go back to Titan, and he says, "You know, we suffered the same thing," and I came up with this idea, and nobody listened. It was, you know, indiscriminate. You know, old and rich alike. You know, it's like, you know, it's like on wow. You know, it's like genocide. You know, and then he's like, "But it does solve the issue," and it's like. Yeah, I get that. And, you know, and, and some people are saying, and it's kind of true, it's an environmental, an environmentalist solution. You know, in order to, you know, keep the planet, we get rid of half the population. Of course, it's the extremist, you know, that believe that. But, right. But it is, it is, and it, the thing is, is that it's a valid viewpoint and not valid as in, yeah, we should take it seriously. It's valid because people think that way. That in- How, however, <laughs> as soon as he did my girl Gamora dirty, <laughs> I did not like that motherfucker anymore. Like, I was like, you know what? Fuck you. I was feeling bad for you for a second. You could suck all this dick. I don't give a fuck anymore. And I'm being 100% truthful. I'm not trying to make a joke. I was pained by that scene. Yeah. It wasn't right. And, you know, and and giving him that depth, I think, made him a stronger villain. A, a villain that was even more menacing because, yeah, he it's comic booky in the idea of, killing off half the universe but at the same time you're like this is his end game like he is going to do this and the fact that he had these emotions he said about Gamora you know taking over for him and then the fact that he you know he 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 didn't do it the first time and he's going to make sure he does it again and get what he wants and you know it, it suddenly it's like going oh shit you know like this is kind of this is legit you know like this this guy isn't fucking around and it, it kind of takes you back where you look at some of the old villains, you know, like, okay, you know, the old villains where you're kind of like, okay, it was just like world domination or what have you. But here it's like, no, he's going to kill half the universe right. with the snap of his finger. And, and then when he does it, you know, like when he says about, um, God, that whole line where he says, like, you should have went for the head. And then, you know. And you realize you really should have. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck. And, you know, and then suddenly that moment when, you know, they're like, what happened? And then uh, um, the Winter Soldier goes, Steve, and then just disintegrates. Ugh. And then you're just like, what the fuck? But the one thing that really kind of, I think, made a lot of people kind of like, <gasps> and the, the audible gasps that I heard in the theater was that it was some of the more popular ones. Like It really was. Like Black Panther. You're like, Jesus Christ, they just introduced this dude. And you know, his movie's still in theaters, guys, you know. And <laughs> and then the Guardians, you know, mm-hmm. and you're just kinda like, what pretty the much f-? all of them, except for yeah. Rocket, I think. Yeah, Rocket was the only one said, Oh man, when Groot started reaching for Rocket, oh. Rocket's like going, 
no, no, no. I was like, oh, my God, not Groot, not again. <laughs> and like this poor bastard, he hasn't <laughs> even grown up yet. Yeah, and then, oh, the real heartbreaking one was Peter. I don't even want to. I don't even want to discuss it, I, bro. The, here's the, here's the problem with me with this with the Peter the Peter Parker. And I'm being respectful. I say Peter Parker, okay? <laughs> when he spoke the way he spoke, it reminded me. Oh shit, he's still a kid. Yeah, I I forgot. Yeah, you like for- it's it's easy because he's got a mask on. Yeah, but the, it's also for it's also easy to forget because all the other movies moved him out of high school into exactly into adulthood so fast. And you you're like. I totally forgot this dude's like 17. Yeah. I felt some kind of way when in that scene. I'm not, I'm man enough to admit it for real. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, fuck. I, dude. I, yeah, I was tearing up a little bit too because he's. And then the way, the way Iron Man was looking at him. Oh, like, my God. Yeah. That just like, no, 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 no. Like, Hold it's on. my fault. It's my fault. Yeah. You know, like, and then, fuck. and then Peter's last words was, I'm sorry. Like, like he failed. You're just like, no, don't. Oh my god, that oh. that was oh, yeah. I feel filthy. Like that <laughs> that scene is gonna go down as one of the saddest scenes I've ever seen. <laughs> it was so sad, especially well for a couple reasons. One, you remember you remember he's a kid. Yeah. Two, it's fucking Spider Man. Yeah. Like I think that's the biggest character for me that you did not think would die. Right. Period. Because and I even told my homie, we were talking about oh, who you think's gonna die. And and my immediate was the common sense ones, the safe bets. I'm like, I think Captain America and Iron Man are gonna die. Right. That was my guess. I'm like, because they the contracts are up. And I was thinking outside the like outside of the movie. I was thinking more about what the actors were doing. Right, right. And that didn't happen. <laughs> and I remember specifically saying Spider Man is safe. <laughs> yeah that's, ne- that's i kind of thought the same happen. thing too i thought the same thing like going spider-man will be safe you know and black panther i figured okay those guys probably are going to be safe because they're newer and then it was like oh shit like the only ones that were still around were the original avengers nebula um you know uh rocket it was just and then uh, uh what's his name uh roadie you know yeah. and i was just kind of like what the fuck they, and they can and and the fu- here's the thing though is what was being said by Thanos the entire movie. It's completely random. Right. And it really fucking was. <laughs> it's almost like they took dice and fucking rolled them. <laughs> right. Because none of it, it didn't make any sense. Like, And, and that was the biggest fuck up for me. Was I When I was guessing who's going to die, I was like, who makes sense to die? Right. And Captain America and Iron Man do. Because I know outside of the their characters... Their contracts are either coming up or I know um, Evans is looking to do some director work or something like that. So I was like, oh, yeah, they'll probably die. And they're big characters. And that will be, oh, my God, you know, I can't believe they die, blah, blah, blah. Those two are fine. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, but, like, I'm like, fucking Spider-Man, Black Panther. I'm mm-hmm. like, what the fuck, dude? I know, Quill. And you're just, you know, you're, you're figuring at least Quill might make it, you know, and then all of a sudden Quill disappears. Ugh. And then Doctor Strange. You know, yeah, that was hard too. And then he's just like, but that was even worse because this is the thing, though, is I think Doctor Strange has has more tricks up his sleeve. He seemed to know way more. Well, what was it? Fourteen million? Did he see fourteen million five like all, futures? Yeah. And then, but he, then he was but like, then this he said, is "This is the, the only, only way. way." Yeah. Right. You know, so. I was tripping on that. What, I was like, oh, okay. what I was thinking too was, uh, I I love the meme that's going around. He saw fourteen million, uh, fourteen million futures. And not one spoiler. 
<laughs> I was like, right. yeah, I'm like, nice, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, and then he said, this is the only way. And, uh, and you kind of got teased that Stark was going to die because when Thanos turned around and stabbed uh, Iron Man, you're like, oh, this is it. And then it's like, spare him. Here's the, the, the time stone. And you're like, I was like, what? Okay. And then all of a sudden I'm like, what the fuck? Like, just like, then suddenly it just kind of went like, oh shit. And so, you know, and, and now it's kind of like, who, how is it going to get fixed? You, you know, know who's going to, you know, who's going to save the MCU Deadpool. Yeah. He's going to find <laughs> the continuity stone. <laughs> This is in the comics. Oh, I know. <laughs> and he's gonna fix it. <laughs> <laughs> I love no, that. You know, I love that Deadpool poster that has him standing there and his arm starting to break it. He's like, what the fuck, Thanos? <laughs> right. So here's 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 the moment I had, and I love when this moment happens. A lot of people hate it because they're like, oh, I thought I it thought it was an original idea. But I'm not selfish. I'm always <laughs> happy when I was talking to Steve and I was like, listen, Adam Warlock, that's the only fucking answer. Adam Warlock's going to save the day because that's how it went down in the comics. They, they have to do it. They already set it up at the end of Guardians. I had not read anything online about this yet. Steve probably already did and was just humoring me. I'm like, oh, yeah, Adam, you're so fucking brilliant. So <laughs> I, as soon as I go online, I see Adam Warlock, Adam Warlock everywhere, and I'm like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, like, I came up with that without needing to read it, so <laughs> fuck you. I was so happy, dude. Yeah, because Adam Warlock does bring it back in the, in the original Infinity Gauntlet. So... And and it was set up as one of the post credit scenes that Adam was yes. already created, you know. <laughs> so, uh, so He's yeah. Adam oh, I gotta know. Yeah, I know, right? And gotta see what happens there. The perfect but, being over there. Well, they're saying that you know, like they're you know, and it, it's it. The thing is, is right now you can't believe anything that either one, the websites are are mentioning or the interviews because. You know they're gonna say, "Oh no, well, well this the 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 deaths are gonna stick. The deaths are not gonna stick because we are, we already know already." Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say we already know there's a Spider-Man sequel coming up. Yeah, Guardians could play around because the second Guardians only took place took place like a couple of years before, so it's not in the same exact timeline that all the other movies are. So you know we already know a Spider-Man sequel is coming in, and what are they gonna do? It take place before Infinity War. We're like we're gonna need that disclaimer before all these movies, you know, right? Sequels come up. Um, I think what was I gonna say? It was so fucking good too. Never mind, I don't remember. <laughs> but I don't know. I, and by the way, what I say is true. I just got a message, and I I sent the meme to Steve just now because it was funny. <laughs> um, where it said uh, every every time a DC fan. Uh, defends their movies and they fucking like flip open. If it's SpongeBob <laughs> holding the box, this is the Dark Knight. And I put LOL damn straight, you know, joking around. And he's like, just let it the fuck go, dude. The Marvel movies are. I'm like, oh, oh my God. It's, I didn't even answer. I just closed this fucking thing. I'm like, leave me alone, dude. Did you see the picture that I sent you the four types of headaches? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I have all three of those yeah. sometimes. It goes, four. Uh, it goes migraines, one, hypertension is another, stress. And then the other one is like, not feeling so good and it's like disintegrating <laughs> right by the way i went to that website and i didn't survive thanos no i don't think anyone did because <laughs> I, I i actually refreshed that page about a hundred times <laughs> just and it, it was constantly you're dead i was like oh okay um but my closing my closing argument <laughs> um 
The movie, ladies was great. and gentlemen of the jury. <laughs> right. The movie was great. It's it's the ending is darker than I think a lot of the Marvel movies. Um, it just is. I think the and I'm not and I'm not in any way saying oh they're more like DC now. Absolutely not. I think this movie is more like some of the Marvel stories that we've seen in the comic book that go that go deep. Because the, Marvel's had plenty of fucking stories that, that are dark as shit. Yeah, and that's I mean, the thing is when people say, oh, Marvel's all like, it's like, no, if you're a comic book reader of Marvel, you've right. seen some dark shit. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, one thing, one difference is Marvel's, usually Marvel's main lines, they don't do it often. They'll still stay pretty, you know, heroic. You know what I mean? If, if that makes, I mean, they had a heroic age for Christ's sake, which is my favorite one. I thought that the covers were so dope during that short <laughs> right. heroic age. Um, but this one definitely will make you go fuck. Yeah. You know, and, and it's in a, in a, in a good way, if that makes any sense. Um, you'll be, you'll leave upset, but it's a good, it's a good story. And if you have common sense, Right. <laughs> you know that a lot of these deaths mean nothing. Right. Um, I would, I would, if you're guess, a comic book reader, you know, <laughs> you know that comic books and sci-fi, nobody dies. Exactly. Nobody really dies. I would, I would guess though, that every death that happened before the end of the movie is probably permanent. And it pains me to say that. Yeah. But I, I, I feel, um, Idris Abba, I, I think he's done. I mean, he he tweeted recently. He's like, you know, saying bye to his character and shit, which everyone was fucking weirding out about. That happened today, I think. Yeah. Um, but Tom Hiddleston, I mean, Loki. Tom, stop it, dude. Don't don't say the don't say the one you know I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm gonna get upset. <laughs> I won't. Um, it's just so sad, man. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> like that was like one of my favorite characters in all the movies. <laughs> And she's too pretty to die. Yeah. Like, there's certain rules that we need to follow in these <laughs> fucking films. Um, one thing I wanted to kind of uh, talk about, because I mentioned this to Adam, and Adam's like, bruh. You know, um, by 2019, they say that the, the, the merger between Disney and um, Fox should pretty much be done. And if that's the case, we do have Avengers 4, um, set up for, you know, 2000, 2019. So I thought, you know, the best way to merge the Fox Marvel universe with the regular MCU. I told Adam this, we have the whole movie. We have Avengers four, you know, the, 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 the get re everything gets restored, what have you. Then you have not the uh, mid credit sequence, the end credit sequence. You have Tony Stark come into a room and he's there with Stephen Strange. They have a little back and forth, little, you know, little jabs and stuff like that. Walks into a room. And then he's like, you know, he wants you to meet some people. And then he kind of looks. And then they start saying stuff that, you know, it's this is part of a greater universe. Kind of make that implication that, you know, now it's getting bigger. As you come into the light, you see Prince Namor. Reed Richards. Professor X. And then the last line is, Welcome to the Illuminati. That's too much. I was like, they Ain't ready for all that, dude. <laughs> I was like, That would be the perfect way to intro the yeah, Fox universe into the Marvel universe. Everybody, all the, the fans would just go nuts or, what, or their heads would explode. 
Here's what Marvel needs to do, though, before they do that. They, Marvel really needs to make um, the X-Men not suck. <laughs> I, I think that's a main uh, challenge that they're right. going to need to do. I, I actually, honestly, all jokes aside, I, I smell recastings. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I just smell it. I smell people are going to get knocked the fuck out. Like, the dude who plays um, Professor X is dope. Oh, yeah, I like him. And the dude who plays Magneto is dope. Oh, Michael Fassbender, yeah. Everyone else is eh, whatever to <laughs> me. You know, I don't care as much. Yeah, but um, I'm, I'm pretty sure we'll uh, we'll see some recastings as once it comes over to the to the uh, MCU. But it'll be nice to have you know the MCU handling X Men, Fantastic Four, and kind of the way it should be. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I am really curious what Marvel's going to do. Maybe maybe we'll see a re, a, re, uh, a resurrection of Quicksilver. You know, then you can maybe. hear that. Then you can hear that. I bet you didn't see that coming again. <laughs> you know what though? I really like the dude that played Quicksilver. I thought he did a really good job. I, yeah, I did too. I liked him too. So we'll see what happens. It's starting to get redundant at this point when you say someone in a Marvel movie did a good job. It's really <laughs> just getting boring to say. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, I think on that note, I think we pretty much paid our points pretty clear. We did. So uh, let's go on over to a what the actual fuck. All right. So this is our basically are going to be our last what the actual fuck for the month. Because next week and the week after are going to be our 300 and 301 episode. And we have something special planned for those. Yeah, third. So uh, mine comes from NBC News. I titled this, Some Obsess Over Tacos, Others? A Texas man who pleaded guilty for stealing more than 1.2 million in fajitas. Oh, Jesus. While acting as a public servant has been sentenced to 50 years in prison. Uh, Gilberto Escamilla, 53, was employed by the Daryl B. Hester Juvenile Detention Center in San Benito, Texas, until August 2017, when it was discovered that he had been placing orders for fajitas using county funds and then selling them for his own profit since December 2008, (laughs) (laughs) according to Cameron County court filings. When sentenced on Friday, Escamilla was also served with a maximum fine of $10,000 on top of the $1,251,587.72 he was ordered to pay back for the cost of the fajitas, the official said. Really, we couldn't round it up. We couldn't round it up to 59, <laughs> uh, 79. According to the Brownsville Herald, Escamilla's scheme unraveled last August after a delivery driver with Labatt Food Service phoned the detention center to give kitchen employees a heads up that a 800-pound delivery of fajitas had arrived. Employees immediately thought the um, delivery to be suspicious as minors at the detention center were not are not served fajitas. Uh, However, the delivery driver insisted that the delivering fajitas on the detention center's kitchen for the past nine years. After being fired and arrested, Escamina's house was searched by officers who found packages of fajitas in his refrigerator. It was selfish, it was small, and got bigger and out of control, Escamilla said during court testimony, according to the Herald. It got to a point where I couldn't control it anymore. Gee, you think? Uh, Texas State District Judge 
J. Manuel Banales, who handed down the sentence, dismissed an additional theft charge as part of an earlier plea deal made by Escamilla because Escamilla stole more than $200,000 worth of goods. Texas law considers the crime to be the first degree felony and allows for a sentencing of up to 99 years in prison. It is also it also allows more a for a more severe punishment if the defendant commits a crime while acting as a public servant. Escamilla's lawyer Gustavo Elizondo did not return a request from NBC News for comment. Uh, Jesus uh, Christ! <laughs> what the fuck? One point like, two million dollars worth of fajitas. I mean, you, we all oh, got we man. all got our obsessions, but a uh, damn. <laughs> Fajitas ain't that good, you know what I mean? Like, goddamn. I mean, one point two million in tacos. Okay, I get right. you. I, fa- I I feel you on that. I might even be able to say, like, can't we just get that time served? I mean, we all have we all have cravings. <laughs> Eight hundred pound delivery of fajitas. <laughs> Jesus. At so what point did you think, like, yeah, I could sneak that in? I just tuck them under my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when you have a love, you have a love, <laughs> right. you know. And his, you know, what you can't knock his hustle though. He's <laughs> fucking stealing shit. He literally had a business with a hundred percent profit, right. <laughs> no overhead. Right. So works for me. <laughs> so this this story this story was actually from um, February eighteenth of this year, but I don't know how we missed it, <laughs> and I need to talk about it. So. <laughs> Children in a Missouri town are selling raffle tickets offering an AR-15 assault-style rifle. This one. <laughs> yeah, as the prize to raise money for their baseball team. Um, the rifle is the same type of weapon used last last week in the Florida school shooting uh, that killed 17 people. I'm not going to keep adjusting the time frame. You all were there in February, and you know <laughs> what the fuck happened. Um, the raffle was launched before the shooting, but Levy Patterson. Uh, the coach of the team in Neo Show for boys nine and younger, nine and younger. Jesus Christ. Told the Kansas City Sty he plans to continue with the fundraiser. Patterson said he declined to turn it into a positive thing after getting the hate in the form of angry Facebook posts after the raffle was first reported. Well, you mean angry uh, Facebook posts like uh, too soon? Right. <laughs> The weapon was donated as a prize by a team father and co-founder of Neo Show gun manufacturer Black Rain Ordinances Incorporated, uh, which is currently pitching a Spec 15 AR pistol on its um, Facebook page. A pistol? Okay. It still looks like a rifle. Um, Are you all tone deaf? (laughs) A Facebook (laughs) user asked in a since-deleted post on Patterson's Facebook page. AR-15 kills 17, so you raffle a gun for child sports? <laughs> Lord, people wake the hell up. There was also some criticism on Twitter. Opening day in hashtag Neo Show, uh, ammo night. First 500 patrons get free bullets and chewing tobacco. <laughs> um, Patterson said, our, heart break, our hearts break for the victims of the shooting at uh, Majori Stoneman Douglas High School. But he added that gun raffles have been going on for years. Evil has and will always exist. Uh, Patterson said none of the children on his team will be forced to sell raffle tickets for the weapon if they're uncomfortable doing so. I just think they have feelings to this specific type of gun that are different um, than people around here do. 
uh, he told the Star. Pat- Patterson said supportive donations have been pouring in as well. Kansas Republican Tyler Tannehill, um, who is running for congre- a congressional seat, said Missouri GOP U.S. Senate candidate Austin Peterson have also been criticized for each offering an AR-15 giveaway to draw attention to their campaigns, uh, K-Move TV reported. Yeah, well, they're also on the fucking take from the right. NRA. <laughs> um, due to the recent tragic events, the South Lion Football Booster Organization has decided to cancel their second annual wild game dinner. Uh, the sensitivity of the issue coupled with the untimely tragedy has led to the decision, said a statement on the team's website. At no point did the booster club intend to offer these sens- those sensitive to the topic of firearms. Oh, that I, I missed a paragraph before that. I'm sorry. Another gun raffle in Michigan has been canceled. The Detroit Free Press reported the raffle, which was to raise money for a football team of the South Lion High School. Also featured in Air 15. Here's my issue. Whatever happened to just like free ice cream? Yeah, like candy. Yeah, or, or yeah. My my issue here is um. <laughs> why don't you eight? have this? Hey, why don't you? We're gonna uh, we're gonna auction off this uh, nuclear football that right. you know we just got from you know the uh, Pentagon. The AR 15 is the definition of overkill. Right. It's not necessary. You can't use it for hunting. I mean, you can, but it's not for that like unless you want when you do. Right. Unless you want to kill 20 deer in five mm-hmm. seconds. That's the only reason you would need it. Home defense. You're going a little over the top <laughs> yeah, with I that know. shit. Um, it's just. And he says gun raffles. We go. I've never heard of this. I, ever. I, I think I, I have heard it, but it's usually it's yeah. I it's mean, like in a rural midwestern fucking yeah, town, and it just which seems, it is now. Yeah, but it's know? just like it's just but like third graders, Steve. I know. It's like whatever happened to hey, get a lifetime subscription to like you know here lifetime play at like a fucking Chuck E. Cheese or something like that. But it's like no, here's an AR-15. I mean, get, don't get me wrong. I believe in the Second Amendment. I I believe in the right to bear arms or arm bears, whichever makes you feel better. But yeah. you know, and and you know, actually that would be cool. You know, you want to go bear hunting? Bear should be armed too. Let's make it yeah. an even playing field. Let's go oh, ahead yeah. and do that. You know, uh, but you know, it's like come on, for third graders, what are you doing? Ugh. It's like you're just stop it. Yeah. Are they gonna? Are they all gonna hold the gun too in a promotional image? You know, <laughs> well, like it's just weird shit. Did you hear about the? Uh, I don't know if you saw that this ad that had this guy running for. I can't remember what state, but it's it's one of those red states, and he's talking about talking about guns to a to a teenager, and he's holding a double barrel shotgun. Kid says something. He clacks the thing close, but it's pointed at the kid. And I'm like, and people are calling it distasteful. And I'm like, let's let's talk about here. These are the people that say like, well, we know how to handle guns. Then you should know, loaded or unloaded, you should not be pointing a gun you at never a person a gun, ever. It could be the whole top piece is off. Yeah, and you shouldn't be pointing it at nobody. You can, you should be able to if you see through the barrel that there's nothing there, you still should not be pointed at yeah. anybody. It's not a fucking game. Yeah. Yeah, it's but like, no. Yeah. Someone pointed a gun at me one time. It wasn't loaded. And they were like, oh, look at this. And they were like, what's up? And I said, you point that gun at me again, I'm going to take it out of your hand and beat you to death with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't give a fuck. He's like, it wasn't loaded. The clip's right there. And I'm like, I don't fucking care. It doesn't matter. There could be one stuck in the chamber. You don't know. 
Right. Well, fucking, and I left. I'm like, what fucking Arizona knuckleheads? I'm out of here. Motherfucker, <laughs> everybody's got a goddamn gun. I was at Walmart the other day, and this is probably because I was at Walmart. And there's a dude walking with his daughter, and he had a gun on his hip, mm. like all, you know, exposed. And I'm like, whatever, I don't fucking care. Um, but my son was like, why does he have a gun? Is he a cop? I said, no, just a dude. And he's like, why does he have a gun? I'm like, because he's allowed to have one. And he's like, but why? That's stupid. And I go, go tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, no, he has a gun. And I'm like, exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to argue with people that they shouldn't have guns when they all have guns. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's people being knuckleheads, man. But that's it for this week, guys. Please give us all the ratings on iTunes or wherever you get the show. If you're new to the show, you can definitely find our old episodes on Stitcher, Apple Podcast app, and Google Play Music, as well as our website, thelazygeeks.com. Our social media pages, Twitter and Instagram, and fucking Instagram. Do you understand me? <laughs> We're all over the fucking place. Both under the same name, The Lazy Geeks. That's one word. Don't forget to follow our Facebook and Google Plus pages. We want some feedback. It's like your Don't first we? time you're reading this. I know. I feel <laughs> stupid. Um, so send it to thegeeks at thelazygeeks.com. And you can find me on Twitter. Uh, actually, you can find me on the internet on Twitter at a middle-aged geek. Instagram, middle-aged underscore a geek. You can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at sapientlg and Adam at thelazygeeks.com. And be sure to tune in on Friday for our latest addition um, to the adventures on the away team. This week we're talking about The Defector, one of my favorite episodes. Uh, also, with our 300th episode approaching next week, actually, uh, we want to hear from you guys. So send us comments, emails, voicemails, smoke signals, whatever, naughty Instagram pictures that you want us to mention on the show. We'll mention all of it because we don't give a fuck. <laughs> Right. <laughs> all right. And uh, we'll share all of it on that episode next week. So like I said, next week is our 300th episode. Jesus Christ. Uh, so we're going to ditch the, the regular format and uh, basically kind of troll ourselves on our first episode. So that's, <laughs> that's going to be pretty fun, I think. Because, um, you know, 300 episodes, seven and a half years, it's, you, you got to go kind of go back around. And, and see where we came from to where we are now. And I've listened to this episode. We've all, we've yeah. both listened to this episode. And um, I don't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I know. So it's, it's going to be fun making fun of myself. Yeah. But because I was being an idiot. Yeah, and I'm going to have a lot of amount of fun making fun of Adam as well. Right. Uh, <laughs> and that's, I, I assumed that was what he was going to say. So... <laughs> All right, so uh, so that is it for us this week. So until next week for episode 300, peace out. Peace out.